Hey, we're back with another episode of Back Talk. I'm Andy alongside the rest of these idiots I've got with me. Um, we're missing the one idiot. I think, thank God, right? Uh, I don't think any one of us are are sad that he's not here today. Uh, today's episode is going to be brought to you by Miller Lite because we've got somebody who's a little light in the pants. It's just a little light in the plants, a little, little fluffy, a little scared, a little chicken shit. And we're talking about Jim Cornette. So we've been tweeting at him, trying to get him fired up, get him going with this. You know, if he, if he wants to talk about pro wrestling and still thinks he can put on a better show, show up and do it. Take the challenge. Otherwise, say, hey, no thanks, I'm not interested. But this chicken shit blocked us on Twitter. So everybody out there now can go and he just ran from us. He straight up ran from us. He knows he's wrong. You know, there's an evolution to, to pro wrestling and everybody knows it. You know, the 80s um, type of pro wrestling wouldn't work today. And even the 80s pro wrestling evolved from the original pro wrestling. Pro wrestling is always evolving. And it's evolved to where it is today. And he hates it. Fine. He does, maybe he doesn't hate pro wrestling like I've been saying. But he hates the evolution of what is now pro wrestling. Am I wrong? Uh, you're not wrong on that. Uh, you know, the evolution of the pro wrestling, it's just been amazing. Um, do I like the new product? Not, a, not like I did back in the 90s when I was a kid. But I still watch it. I still enjoy it. Still entertained, right? Right. That's what it's meant to be. It's sports entertainment. It's not like it's just wrestling like it was back in, like you said, the 80s, 90s. It's in the 50s when people thought it was real, right? Like this, everybody in the world knows pro wrestling is not a real fight. No, it's so you got to change fight. the. You, you got to evo- You got to have some evolution there in order to. Continue with the audience to give them something to be entertained by. Because if you just send two guys out there to do a dance in the ring or tell a story over six weeks and makes people wait six weeks for the fight, it doesn't work. That's what we have boxing for, and boxing's falling apart anyway. So yeah, it's weird. Boxing, boxing is that. F- that's just weird. Two guys are really bloodying each other up, and they don't even hate each other. <laughs> like, that's but, right. and that's kind of like MMA in the same aspect. They, I think they play the part that they hate each other, but they're out there making their their money. But they're also fighting hardcore. I mean, they're putting them. I mean, mixed martial arts. I mean, that's taken a lot of thunder away from boxing and wrestling all all over. That's right. So all we've been saying the whole time, right, is get us. Sh- Put a, put a small show together. Show us what your art of wrestling is. What type of wrestling that you like. We'll put a show together based on the type of wrestling that we like. And let it let it be known who what type of wrestling is better. But I think he can't do it. He's scared. He's ran from us. He blocked us on Twitter. So everybody else, at the real Jim Cornette. Go ahead and tweet him because he, we can't anymore. We can no longer tweet him. Um, but other than that, you know, uh, so other than that, tits up to everybody. 
Light beer to Jim Cornette. Mountain Dew, nice. No, the green thing <laughs> over there. <laughs> Other than that, guys, I had pretty, I had a pretty good week. I hope you guys did too. You know, we were in the, I was in the car um, a couple days ago with Christina, and uh, we were driving home from somewhere. I forget where, but uh, I think down in, in uh, Clarksville, we went to dinner, and we were coming back, and um, we were listening to the radio, and the Beastie Boys came on, and I started listening to some of this stuff, and then I go, I, you know what? We talked about my rapping days. I think there was a missed opportunity there. I could have been. Yeah, I should have been a Beastie Boy. You got Mike D, right? I could have been Andy. I mean, this guy literally somehow raps macaroni. Yeah, I know that song. And you rap candy, so it's okay. Yeah, so (laughs) don't you think I would have fit in really good with the Beastie Boys? Andy, were you not into Beastie Boys growing up? I mean, I was, was yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't I listen so you, to them, but, yeah. but I think I should. So you were definitely them. thinking about, you were definitely thinking about macaroni when you came up with uh, candy dandy handy, right? You Must were thinking be. of the Beastie Boys. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Andy's got the sure shot. <laughs> like Andy's got something. Definitely a little bit of a. Little bit of a missed opportunity there, you know what I mean? Like, I think, I think you uh, witnessed the, most of your potential. I think, I think we're okay. Yeah, yeah, you were. Uh, well, that was the peak right there. You were at the. Yeah, peak. we saw the peak, man. I don't want to see, you know. I don't want to see it supernova. <laughs> that can't be good. <laughs> well, I apologize. This is, of course, recorded all at once, and my dogs are absolute. There must be a, a rabbit in the backyard right now because they are going absolutely bananas. You uh, said rabbit, yeah. and the one looked right over at you like, yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> going to have to get them out of the out of the house here real quick. But, um, what are your dog's names, if you don't mind my asking? Bruno, Bailey, and Callie. Okay, you got three of them. Yeah, so Bruno and Bailey are the, are the two bigger mutts, and, and Callie is our princess beagle. Cool, man. To, good names. Whatever she, does whatever she wants, but uh, you know, other than that, I had a good week. Uh, I definitely thought I, 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 you know, Beastie Boys would have been my my place, and I missed that opportunity. But well, there's two of three left. You could join them now if they still tour. I mean, yeah, one of them died, unfortunately. Maybe we could make a song called uh, Color Guard. I'm sure they'd be down for it. They'd be tapping into their roots. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> It's funny, Beastie Boys are three guys, but as soon as you say Beastie Boys, or anybody says Beastie Boys, I think of the one guy's voice only. The ba da ba da ba That yeah. one, everyone is, yeah. you know. Mike and I D. can't even think of a, oh, yeah, I can't even think of a bar that he says. All I can just think of is, is like, the timbre of his voice. And I'm winning. I know there's the other guy, it's like. Are you having, yeah, are you having problems there, Justin? I know not everybody's watching. Well, I mentioned now. my hemorrhoid two, two weeks ago, so yeah, I'm kind of having issues with that. Yeah, it looks no, like it. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to get stuff out of my way. That's <laughs> oh, in your way. You can't can't drink. Beer. I'm trying to organize my room like so I can fit where I'm at comfortably, and it's kind of like, all right, I'm there. I'm good. He's trying to move furniture again. Oh my god, oh. I am. It's like that's a theme. Because <laughs> it, it is a piece of furniture. 
So have you guys seen, um, you know, we touched on it again last week, the, the whole Chris Rock thing and, and um, how that, uh, we thought, real, fake, whatever. Um, did a little research. We'll go on into that for in a minute. But have you, have you seen how this thing is not dying? I just saw today yeah, how, how um, he finally said something, but he didn't say much. And then his mom's now talking. Yeah, his mom's like, I don't know, when you see your kid get hit, you uh, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, uh, yeah, how, like, I saw somebody comment, like, who's next? Grandma? What she has to think? You know? <laughs> but like, it's just. That's, that's just it. So if it, it, like, if they're not letting it die, there's a reason behind this. Or it's what's really going on that they would rather not talk about. You know? That's true, too. But I, I, I'm let this I'm Let this the, take up the media. See, here we yeah, are. We're back hiding here. something else. Yeah, they're like, we're yeah, back. yeah, keep the fires burning on this one. Or we're back to, you know, Jim Cornette, six weeks of promo to get a fight. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe he, I think, I can't believe he, we got blocked. Like, that means something, right? Maybe we should have yeah, I mean, show on. Yeah, yeah, well, we will. And so there, here's my thought, okay? I did have a thought of, okay, what are we going to do? Because obviously he's a chicken shit and won't do it. We know he's not going to do it. He's a chicken shit. I don't. I think it's because he, he just doesn't think he can beat us. He doesn't think he can do it anymore. He knows that his era of pro wrestling will not get over with the fans. And it's just the truth. The evolution of the, of the sport, of the entertainment has changed. And his way won't get over with the fans. Um, so here was my thought. Him and Vince Russo hate each other. So I'll bet we could reach out to Vince Russo and say, hey, Vince, you want to do this little competition with us as a, as a little charity type of thing, you know, and Vince Russo, of course, being the one of the men kind of behind the the growth of the Attitude Era and things of that sort, right? So um, maybe he'll do it, and then it'll just put a put a uh, a thorn into into Cornette since he uh, when he sees Vince Russo doing this, and and of course he's he's stepping up to do it because Vince Ru- or because Jim Cornette's a chicken shit. What do you think, Tony? Yeah, I think he might, you know, jump in and do something then since other people are going to start getting involved. So, you know, but yeah, maybe he'll unblock us then and actually talk to us instead of just running away and not even saying a word to us. Uh, not, a, not a word. Not a word. I mean, hell, you could have at least shot me a scathing message on, on Twitter before yeah. you blocked me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Just, just block. you're blocked because yeah. because we don't want we don't want to hear this shit. We're scared. We can't do it. We we know that that you're right, Andy, and all the rest of the back talk guys are are right. We can't we can't beat them. Yeah, and the famous words of Roman Reigns, you know, acknowledge me. So, well, that's acknowledgement. Being blocked is acknowledgement <laughs> because acknowledge. now the world knows that we've been blocked by. By Jim Cornette, because, uh, yeah, we we let everybody know now. So everybody else can tweet at him. It's at the, I think it's at the real Jim Cornette or something. You can all find him. 
Jim Harnett, I think. It's his lackey, too, Brian Last. At, at the great Brian Last, I think it is, is his lackey. And I think the one that really controls his um, social media to begin with. So uh, get, it, get it him as well. Um, but other than that, you know, good, good week. Uh, Justin, what you got going on this past week? Anything good? Any more moving of furniture? Uh, I sprained my ankle. That's about it. And I spent a day or two with that whole bullshit. Freaking hurts, that man. That sucks. That sucks. You guys ever broken feet or ankles or anything? I broke, sprained. Yeah. How bad was it? Not. I did it football like when I was in high school and taped it up, went out and started playing. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> my coach always um, told me, are you hurt or are you injured? So that's the question I got to ask you. Are you hurt or are you injured? Like, are you hurt? Can you still participate? Or are you injured? You're out for a while. Well, if I did play football, let's just say I wouldn't be playing football yesterday or today. <laughs> uh, yeah, you wouldn't want me for a pickup game. Yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty bad. I mean, I thought I was going to go into Aldi. I don't know if you have these stores, but uh, yeah. I got there and I just couldn't go inside. I was just like, no, I can't walk that much. I mean, I just realized it's still hurting. So that's so about question, it. The question is, is how? Did you yeah, were you out? doing something freaky? <laughs> were you doing something freaky when it happened? <laughs> no, I sort of, uh, uh, be careful with this, guys. I'm just going to tell you, like, don't turn around and go down steps. Make sure you're approaching those steps for a while in the same direction. Because I sort of knew the steps were behind me in this case. And I turned around and started. And then I guess my heel missed that step and just went. And then when I finally hit the ground, like four steps down, I just went on my ankle sideways. And I just was like, oof. And, uh, so not only yeah, did you hurt your an- ankle, but you bruised your ego falling down the stairs. I did because I was like, I knew the steps were there, and I took the step, but like I just, yeah, I just remember turning around and walking down. It's just not a good combination. No. So so, so when when we get your bobblehead made, it'll be one of you falling down the stairs. You could get like one with the leg raised and like the ankles like. You know. Get a one with those little carts with the leg up. What? <laughs> Somebody asked me, did you hear a pop? Did you hear anything? I said, thankfully, no. It just was like... Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, it was just... I, like, I cringe. Like, I cringe. I feel the pain, <laughs> and then I cringe thinking about how it happened because it was just such a horrible moment. I was like, oh, that was so bad. If I saw somebody else do that, I would feel it. So, Honestly, that pop <laughs> or whatever, you know if it happens. Uh, my senior year, I was sitting on the bench for basketball, and a teammate of mine came down by us, by, right, by, right by me. And all I, he twisted his ankle, and all you heard was a pop. And my football coach actually said behind me, he goes, did you hear the pop? I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, it's tore an ACL. I mean, but that, that noise, you just don't forget about it. I mean, I'll never forget that sound that I heard that night. Oof. That's, that's about it. I've never broken an ankle or done anything like that or broken a bone. or. I've broken this like hand that. probably about six times. <laughs> I've got now. I got I've got bad knees. I've got bad shoulders from years, you know, playing hockey and and that kind of stuff. But luckily, never any serious injuries. So, um, which was good because I was explaining to somebody the other night when you know they couldn't do it nowadays because I'm old and slow. Um, so I couldn't couldn't play the game I used to play. But uh, you know, I was. Uh, 
light and fast when I was young. So I used to pick on the biggest guys on the rink, but they couldn't catch me. Um, you know, funny, funny story. Funny story was uh, my my now wife when I we were dating. Uh, I was probably I don't I don't even remember. Um, but we were, we were playing a Sunday morning men's league in Philadelphia, um, in a rough part of Philadelphia, and um, so a lot of kind of goons on the rink. And um, when we were dating, I took her for the first time to to go watch us play and all the other guys were a little older than me most of them were married so they they were watching the game and I did something I don't know again picking on the biggest guy in the rink or something and the wives just turned to her and go doesn't he know how small he is <laughs> I was just stupid nowadays I do that I get my ass kicked so um I Honestly, I've never ice skated a day in my life. I live in Minnesota. Never ice skated, but I can rollerblade really, really good. <laughs> you're, you're not a Minnesotan. No, I'm not. Never ice skated a day in my life. I got into rollerblades, and that was about what I... I bet you Justin's cars. even ice skated. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a hold-the-wall kind of guy, though. Nice. You know. <laughs> what about you, Tony? I bet you, you ever ice skated? Real- no, I've never ice skated. So. People tell me with how good I can rollerblade, I should build an ice skate, but I don't know. just never. Shouldn't say I never had the chances to, but so there there is a there. difference between roller yeah. and ice, and ice. I played both, right? Um, so when you get on your get on your rollerblades, the um, the feeling is that the wheels and everything want to put, throw your body forward, whereas when you're on the ice. The blades want to kind of take your body backwards. Well, oh, I ever... fall down right away for sure. Then <laughs> that's why you, that's why you see everybody all the time when they get out in the ice for the first time or whatever. They don't they don't fall flat. They always fall with their feet flying up in the air right yeah. on their rear ends. Um, well, I'll take that in mind. I'll definitely hop on some skates at some point in my life. Just never really had the chance, I guess. Yeah, I, I can see Justin doing like the the figure skating maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna wait till my ankle's better, and then, cause uh, there was just something always so tightening about the foot when I roller skated, or or ice skated, you know, just the feeling that you're like your your foot is just compressed, you know, each foot is compressed like so tight. That's just what I remember, and that is already like, you know, a weird thing to start off with. But I bet you're pretty agile. You still like get on the like still skate a lot. No, I could still skate. But I don't, yeah, it just never I, goes I, away, right? Yeah, I just it's like riding a bike to me. I mean, I grew up on the ice playing the game, and um, so to me, it's it's like riding a bike. I don't nearly have the skill or the speed or anything that I used to have. But uh, taking the kids, but out have you gotten on? And, yeah, I was going to ask if you if you go roll if you go ice skating. I keep saying roller skating. If you go ice skating, just recreationally. Yeah, we got the boys yeah. into some ice hockey uh, when we first moved out here, and. Um, it's not readily available. You got to drive a little bit, but uh, um, they enjoyed getting on the ice and stuff like that. So it was uh, time for me to get on the ice with them, which was nice and, and fun. So, uh, which was cool around here because, like, where we come from, Justin, it's expensive to play. It's a popular sport, right? Um, here, they're all the rinks are owned by uh, 
the townships, like the Parks and Rec. So they actually get donations for equipment and get, and loan the equipment to the kids to come out and, and play the house leagues and stuff. So it's not as expensive for the people to get, you know, for kids to get out there and try it. It's pretty cool. The way it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Should definitely make that available in music, you know, and theater, of course. Make that stuff available for people who want to get into it, because some of that stuff can be pretty costly, you know. Oh yeah. I remember half the reason why half the reason why my brother didn't go into hockey is because it would have cost my mom so much money. Right. Ice hockey. Because uh, yeah. he's really good. He's always he he's always loved the Flyers. So. Yeah, yeah I mean, my it's brother. A, go ahead, Eddie. It's an easy eight to thousand dollars, and probably more than that now for just for the equipment. Yeah, my brother wanted yeah. to get his son into hockey. He's uh, five years old now, and he realized that how expensive that sport can get. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, football. You go out for football in school, you get your pads given to you. <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. I mean, kill yourself for us. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, there's a helmet that'll barely fit your head. <laughs> but no, I mean, he realized how expensive that sport can get because you're every year you're gonna have to buy new equipment and keep going up. You know, All right. It's well, it's how it goes. Well, talking Tony, how was your week, man? Oh, sorry, Justin. Go ahead. Well, just real quick, talking about my school equipment story. Um, you all heard last week how bad I am at sports. Well, you have to play in gym, and I picked softball when you could choose. And one time I was out in the outfield, and a ball went through my glove, literally like a pop fly. <laughs> and as I'm trying to figure, as I'm trying to figure it out, the 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 teachers yelling, "What do you got a hole in your glove?" Because that's what you say. You yeah. know, and I've heard that before because I've like legitimately not caught the ball. Um, but this time I caught the ball, and when I looked down, I did have a hole in the glove. So <laughs> I, I, you know, I grab like you know when you run out, like it's time for your turn. Like you switch, you know, you switch teams. You go out in the outfield, you grab the glove, and you go out and you field. You know, and then you come back when, you know, whatever. So I grabbed the glove that had a, had a hole in it. So I was like, it does have a hole in it. I was like, only happens to me. <laughs> anyway, I didn't mean to cut Tony off. Tony, Tony, what's going how's, on? How's, how's your week, Ben? How's your week? Oh, uh, it wasn't bad. You're muted, He's done bud. Mu- he done muted himself again. He done muted yourself. It wasn't bad. He became a mime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a bad for a week. Tony doesn't you know, know what <laughs> He doesn't know what to do when we ask him to talk. He's dodging the question, man. What did he do this week? I don't know. He just jumped on YouTube. He doesn't want to show us. Does he have something on his neck? Yeah, if you guys are just listening, you're not watching us on YouTube. Uh, His camera went after he was used. He's just (laughs) streaming. Now he wants us to watch a stream. I think he just definitely got to go over to YouTube and check this out. There he is. Well, at least he's not sideways. I will be. Or upside down. Hey, oh, so, there you go. Man, so now, now that the technology amazing. Now that you're done Jim Cornetting us, um, what the hell? <laughs> Yeah, he blocked us. We asked him how his week was, he blocked us. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are making me talk. Fuck you guys. Oh, it wasn't bad. I took a vacation day Friday, played a little golf. I still suck, but it was my first time out this year, so it's okay. Okay. Other than that, you know, went and seen the family, seen the granddaughter. So, yeah, she's a big brat. Good deal. So, just like so my you son. say, you say, 
you still suck, but it was your first time out, so it was okay. So are, are you looking for any type of improvement off of this uh, this round that you just had? Because I doubt you'll get any um, by the by the, when the fall comes. I might get some improvement. You know, it was testing out the new three wood. That's mainly what it was, just to get adjusted to that thing. So, and you can't hit that straight, just like all the other clubs, is what you're telling me. No, I hit that one pretty well most of the time. So, okay, and better than my driver. A, when, a lot, a lot. In nine holes, a lot. Isn't that the point of golf? To get to higher number, isn't that the goal? Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Now, I don't know sports, and I'm saying totally. That's that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, Because totally. that's what I did when I went to play golf. Justin gets it. Yeah, see? I always have the high score at mini golf. Well, good. I mean, are you the type that gets up there with the mini golf, and you're like, screw this, and you try and swing the putter like a driver? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I try to get it in the hole the first time, every time. And then. But you've had you know, trouble doing that? Yeah, and then, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> that, that, yeah is that so, an ongoing uh, problem? Um, ever since I quit drinking, yeah. <laughs> no, now he's starting again. <laughs> That's why I'm starting again. I need to get in the hole the first time again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love miniature golf, though. Oh, shit. <laughs> Tony just cornetted us again. Yeah. We didn't like that one. <laughs> no, I, well, I don't know why. This weekend, but our course is finally opened here up in Minnesota, some of them. But we had like 70, 80 mile an hour winds. It would have been good on a couple holes, but bad on others. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it's funny because Tony, Tony messaged me. He says, hey, you work, you're going to work on Friday and... I was like, yeah, and, yeah. And I knew he wanted to play golf, and I'm like, yeah, I, I'm going to work. But also, Friday, I had to get ready. We, um, I helped host a charity event Friday night um, with uh, the Tyler Daniels Racing, iRacing Group, um, and BACC Charities, which is one of our partners with BACC Brands. And they did a charity race for to raise funds for the Autism Nature Trail at Letchworth State Park in New York. Um, and I was in the broadcast booth here on Back Sports uh, broadcasting the race uh, with uh, Tommy. Upside um, so down, A-Bear. I had to take care of that. That was a ton of fun, and we actually had a guest in our, in our booth, too, uh, Argo from the podcast Film Heat. And this Film Heat podcast is pretty cool. Um, I don't mind touting other people's stuff. So, um, you know, go ahead and download it. Check it out. It's uh, Film Heat. Uh, so what they do is they do bracketed style elimination um, movie reviews. So that, because they were actually partnering with the charity as well for their uh, latest episode... Um, they did racing movies um, to all of our um, disagreement. Um, Days of Thunder did not win the uh, mm. the best movie, and I, 
I do think these guys are a little bit full of shit because they don't know what racing's all about. Um, they're just kind of looking at it as a movie thing, um, judging it based on a movie. But Days of Thunder by far was a true represent, uh, more of a true representation of what the racing life is like. Yeah. No, they did six movies in that one. It was Days of Thunder, Talladega Nights, Fast, the original, the first Fast and Furious, Gumball Rally, uh, Death Race 2000, and I think Speed Racer was the last one in their bracket. Yeah. Pretty good episode. And, um, yeah, so Days of Thunder made it to the final against... Um, no, no. Don't, don't, no. don't let it out. Let them watch for it. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, don't spoil it. We know Days of Thunder didn't lose. It didn't win. Didn't didn't win. So yeah, Days of Thunder didn't win because these guys are full of shit. So uh, I'm telling you out there, Argo, your guys are full of shit, and I fully expect. Well, you, you could say an- spoiler. You could say spoiler warning and then give it away. But if people want to spoiler stop now, warning, Argo, you guys are full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler warning! You're gonna say what one? Like, if you if you want to go watch it first, then we'll tell yeah, you. Go, go check out. I guess we, go check out film heat. Maybe we'll come it. back next week and talk about what the. Uh, Give me some time to watch it after you heard but, uh, and, yeah, Andy go, tell you about it. Yeah. From what if you're watching it on, if you're watching it on YouTube, any any way you can watch any podcast. Yeah, and we'll put the link to their Facebook page up on uh, film heat. Film heat. Right. Yeah. Should come up because yeah. it came up for me right away. Yeah, they got so, Facebook yeah. pages, Instagrams. They got a lot of that stuff. They did did pretty good work. It was fun watching that episode Friday night or Saturday yeah. night. And Dustin, so, so um, Dustin, I, I hope you had a good week, but you were involved in the charity event. Yeah, uh, I was. Uh, it's always fun to race in those charity events that back back charity splits on. <laughs> uh, Took home second in the race. I was happy with that. Couldn't catch Ryan Shelton, but no one could catch him anyway. Um, but we had a good time. Uh, raised some good money for that chair for the Autism Nature Trail and uh, Larch. What's the name of the town, Andy? I don't remember it up here. I want to say Larchwood because that's Larchwood, Iowa, just south of me. <laughs> Letchwood. Letchwood. It's Letchwood State Park. Yeah. In New York. And right by Tyler. I mean, yeah. Tyler's a great guy. Um, race with them all the time but no great event raise some good money for that for the nature trail there um andy that had to be surreal being back in the booth it's been a while yeah um they booted me from the booth because i joined back talk and they're afraid that i'm not going to be able to watch my mouth because uh that's a that's a fam <laughs> that's a fa- that's a family friendly um broadcast where this is uh you know, I can basically tell Justin to fuck off if I want to. So, <laughs> please do. I need to. Uh, I think that's the only time I've ever heard you curse. I mean, we've cursed, but I don't think I've heard you curse, Andy. So for you to have the bad mouth, it's like, oh, Andy curses well, like a sailor. Well, I told you earlier. <laughs> I, I've noticed. I already told you earlier that that Argo and Film Heat's full of shit. Is shit not a curse? That's true. <laughs> no, I don't think shit's a curse. And I don't know who's holier than thou. That's a whole other parent, topic. Every parent I've ever been around is letting it fly in front of their kids. So I don't know where they think they're not hearing these words. Oh, you know what I mean? It's just like where'd oh, they yeah. get that from? Why is why is Johnny saying that? 
Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I exactly. I don't exactly remember what it was, but my wife was telling a story to somebody the other day about our youngest. And they were in school, and somebody said something, and all the kids were being rowdy, and my youngest just goes, These nuts! And I'm like, oh, good lord. Got him. <laughs> got him. I learned that from daddy. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what sucks? Do you know that song? These eyes, do-do-do-do-do, cry every night for you. I swear to God, I thought I was the cleverest motherfucker in the world one night when I said, I'm going to play that song live and change it to These Nuts. These Nuts. <laughs> you know, and it writes itself. Well, there's a band. I don't know if you guys know this. I love this band. They're from New Hope, Pennsylvania. They're called Ween. They're a duo. And they make, like, funny-ass songs. They've been around forever. But they, but they do a lot of covers live. And they actually, I typed in These Nuts song. And, of course, they came up. They had done that version since, like, 2002. Oh, <laughs> motherfuckers. But at least so, it's a band so, I love, and I'm like, of course they came up with that. So is great. Ween is Ween like a derogatory kind of slang cuss word too? Yeah, it's depending it's, on how you're uh, using it. Y- y- because well, that may Ween, have been why could... Jim Cornette blocked us because I said something about <laughs> he always is saying that people want to play with Vince McMahon's Ween. Well, Ween for them is pen is penis and wiener. So they put those two together and got got the name Ween. But they were like, you know, they were like adolescent when they started the band. So, you know, and they never got, they never let go of that humor. They're like all like 50 something now and they're still doing these old songs. But, uh, and then they're changing these eyes to these nuts, you know, and doing other covers. I I, I just wonder, and, and, you know, if, if anybody tweets at Jim Cornette or emails him because you can go on and if you ever listen to his podcast, you don't even have to listen to his podcast. Just go to his podcast page, and it lists his email right there, and you can email him. And it's he'll he's supposed to answer questions from the email on the show. So um, just email on him and ask him if the reason he blocked back talk is because they said ween. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he blocked us before we said that. No, no, no. I said ween like a couple days ago. Oh, did you? In the yeah. In a in a, in a oh, oh wow yeah so we could still so, email him we could yes yeah. we gotta make a back talk email <laughs> next thing, well next thing you know i'm gonna get like a attorney letter or something <laughs> yeah well that's uh, that's the ultimate man that that's ultimate. right that's even better that's yeah. the ultimate that's acknowledgement <laughs> if we get yeah. the if we get the good old cease and desist we've won <laughs> I just don't understand why he's such a pussy, to be honest with you. Why is he such a pussy, Tony? I can't even answer that. Just no, not even a clue why. I mean, come on. You just... All the stuff is you've he, done in your years of wrestling, you know, that you say, and come on. I, just, I mean, isn't this what it's about? Isn't this how you you get somewhere? You you know, you, you throw a... A scathing promo at somebody, and they're supposed to respond, yeah. not you know, put their tail between their legs and run away. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to fire back, not just you know, I'm just gonna block you, forget about you. No, you gotta fire back at them. So. Exactly. I don't know if we'll ever so he, he obviously really doesn't understand the the pro wrestling game anymore if he doesn't understand the promo. I suppose. Yeah. Like That's honestly, not... I've never. Never really understood the blocking because everybody can just go make another one and go at it again. 
Yeah, but we're not going to do that. I mean, I've got. No, I've got I know, you, but I'm just saying. I've got all you guys, and, and of course, all of us are behind the back talk uh, Twitter account. So everybody, go follow back talk on Twitter, by the way, and retweet our stuff about Jim Cornette, so that you all can also become part of the blocked of Cornette um, crew. Um, he likes to call his people the court of cult of Cornette, and we'll have the blocked of Cornette crew. So. Um, would love to see who else can get blocked by Cornette. Uh, well, I'll probably be the next one because I just started a Twitter for this very reason. So, you know, I'll I'll pretty much mirror what you've been saying and see if I get blocked next. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so you can keep like making you can keep making like the tweets from like Backtalk, um, mm-hmm. and then I could just like retweet at him. You know, there you go. And then I'll get blocked for doing so. I figure that's how that's how it's gonna roll. So. Yeah, we'll Justin see if he'll person, block the we'll whole the next crew. Yeah. yeah, follow yeah, Justin we'll, we'll the Person. We'll get our own Twitter pages. Yeah, t- mm-hmm. uh, so at Justin the Person, at Tony Woo. Woo, 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 woo. Is it woo, 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 woo? <laughs> no, isn't it? Yeah, Tony Woo, woo, or Tony, Tony Woo. Heck, I can't even remember anymore. One he doesn't even know his own Twitter I, handle. I, I, made, I made a new one. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you have so one, go, Dustin? Do you have a Twitter? I have my personal one. I'm going to make a Money Guns one, I think. Since that's okay, my yeah. kind of title here. Have yeah, a I don't, back talk one. don't really see the but money. Otherwise, today. I'm, I'm Veldy23. Did you spend all your money on hookers? Because I don't see the money today. I don't have as much as I had last week. I spent a lot of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Stocks <laughs> so and bonds, did, right? You did have a good week, huh? Oh, I had a good week. Yeah, good week at work. Good week with family and friends. We had my nephew's birthday and my godson, my godson's birthday this past weekend. Did a little celebration yesterday for that. Other than that, racing the charity race like you brought up earlier. Um, iconic race Sunday morning, five hundred miles at Talladega. I don't know why we do that, but it's fun. Um, no, but other than that, it was a good week. Did some racing. Uh, worked at the racetrack a little bit. Had some meetings with that. So. Getting ready for our first race of the season here on May 13th. Good deal, good deal. What else is going on in your life? What you've been thinking about lately? You, uh, I know you're a football guy. We got some yeah. some big big dates coming up, right? Yeah, we got the NFL draft coming up this weekend. Um, I know Tony and Justin. I don't know if they're fully into NFL, but um, oh, the NFL draft. No, I, know. I thought. Go ahead. I thought NFL draft was a beer. <laughs> Well, it could be. We should make one. We should make one. That's I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach out to my my beer brewers that I know and see if they'll make. Yeah, let's make an NFL, NFL draft. draft. You you guys want a lager, an IPA? What, what is the? Uh, I'll go with ale. NFL? Everybody likes an ale. I think. Right. Actually, Andy, if you got some loggers out there, let's get some back draft, back talk draft, back draft. Oh my god, and <laughs> and NFL draft. Ale. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, with this. Uh, NFL draft coming up. I mean, I know Andy, you're a big Colt fan. You live right by there, but you're also a Viking fan. Is that right? Oh yeah, man. And, and well, I, I'm not so much a Viking fan as I am a, a Kirk Cousins fan, which everybody's going to hate me for because everybody thinks Kirk Cousins sucks, but nobody actually looks at his numbers, right? Uh, right. Matt Ryan wins the MVP one year and ends up, you know, you look at his numbers the year he wins the MVP versus Kirk Cousins' numbers. 
the same year, and they're exactly identical. The guy throws 300 yards a, a game, a couple touchdowns. He doesn't turn the ball over as much as everybody says he does, but he's never had an offensive line around him. So when never you don't have time to when you don't have time to throw or time to think, you're going to make mistakes, right? And when you don't have a defense around you, like Minnesota doesn't have a defense, you're not going to win games. So you can't put this on Cousins. And the reason I'm a Cousins fan, so I guess I'll give you a little background, is uh, as you can see, I am a diehard, <laughs> diehard Michigan State fan. And um, I remember seeing Kurt playing the Big Ten Championship here uh, in Indianapolis. Um uh, against Russell Wilson with Wisconsin. And Michigan State actually had that game won. Um, they blocked the punt um, at towards the end of the game, and someone ran into the punter. And they got, a, they got a penalty for running into the punter, gave the ball back to Wisconsin, and Wisconsin went down and... and uh, Won the game. Yeah. Now, why you're going after the punt to begin with, I don't know, because you got the game in hand, just received the punt. But, you know, and ever since that, I've, you know, hated Russell Wilson. But I'm always a Kirk Cousins fan. Uh, I was a Redskin fan. I was a, and I will call them the Redskins as a, when I was on the East Coast, I was a season ticket holder of the Redskins. So, Commanders now. Yeah, yeah, Redskins. And, uh, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> <laughs> the commanders now, pretty sure, right? Andy? Really? Yeah, you're not allowed. To, Redskins apparently derogatory unless you're an Indian. You like the name? I don't know. There's a whole debate around that. I don't even. They went from the Washington it. Redskins to the Washington Football Team. Now they're the Washington Commanders. It's kind of like the Cleveland Indians. They're not the Cleveland Indians no more. They're the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but you still Tommy have the Braves. Oh, another area. But you still have the Braves and the Blackhawks, so I don't understand Chiefs. this whole thing, right? Yeah, Chiefs. Whatever. Yeah, you got the Chiefs still, right? I mean, let's wait Seven next. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, There's a lot of different names out there. That's that's topic for another conversation, I think. Yeah. So <laughs> I think we so can anyway, go pretty deep in that. <laughs> I, I was a I was a diehard Redskin fan, season ticket holder. So when, as a diehard Michigan State fan. Cousins going to Washington for me was the ultimate, right? Had no team around him. No no offensive line. Didn't have a running back like he's got in in Minnesota now with Dalvin Cook. Um, That's pretty good. Wild. But he still put up numbers. Still yeah. put up MVP-type numbers. Well, they treated, the like, yeah, they treated him like garbage. Tossed him out like he was nothing. Minnesota, he goes to Minnesota at that point. My bleeding green went over my bleed for burgundy and gold, and I became a Minnesota Viking fan. Now we're out here. Now we live out here in Indiana, about an hour south of Indianapolis. So um, we bought uh, season tickets for the Colts. So we're kind of Colts fans now too. But yeah, well, uh, with with that, with with the cousin stuff and the Vikings, the Colts play the Vikings in Minnesota this year. You know. You should maybe make a trip to Minneapolis. I'll take you to U.S. Bank for your first game at U.S. Bank, and you can watch Cousins there. I might have to, although I'm a little scared of Minnesota. Well, I am too. Um, (laughs) Well, hopefully it's a noon game and they're all asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know that I want to go to Minneapolis. You know, aren't they 
Oh, yeah, you hop on the tram, you go into the stadium, you get back on the tram, you're out of there. It's pretty simple. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know but, if they're still burning down the city or not. So. But you but you brought up a pretty good point with uh, Russell Wilson with Wisconsin. Big Ten has produced some pretty good quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. You Tom Brady Russell came Wilson. out of Michigan. Drew Brees uh, out of Purdue. Drew Brees out of Purdue. Um, Russell Wilson. You know, yep. I mean, they they produce some pretty good players. They don't get noticed like the SEC does, but down south. But um, so you lost a quarterback, but you gained a quarterback in Indy. Yeah, I'm not sure. How do you how feel, about feel about that? I don't know. Well, good and bad because I'm thank I'm thanking God every day we got rid of Carson Wentz. But Carson uh, Wentz got a pretty good contract in Washington. That's what they do in Washington. Because <laughs> so, Bruce Smith got a pretty big contract in Washington, too, at the end of his career and didn't do shit. So Washington likes to say, oh, you, you, you know, have good fantasy numbers one year. Let us sign you for a boatload of money. Um, that's kind of what Washington <laughs> does. Um I don't know. You know, it's it's another thing with um, with Matt Ryan here. I like the guy. I think he he's going to do good. But it's another um, now. What the hell's his name? That was there before Wentz. Um, Philip Rivers. Yeah, Rivers. Tony, Tony actually said it. That was just helping you. In my in my. Thought process is it's just another Philip Rivers. This is going to be a one and done. And how do you how do you build a team when now you've had your third quarterback in three years and you don't even know if this one's going to stick around very long? And when you got more than likely a top two running back in Indy, top two, if not the best. best. He is the best running back in the Between league. him and Henry, I'm not going to get in that argument. But uh, it, it, I love Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is a good running back. He won me Absolutely. a fantasy title. <laughs> so, But um, speaking of Jonathan Taylor, pretty sure he was out of Wisconsin as well, wasn't he? Pretty sure. Yes. Yes, he's another bad But But, um, no, good running back behind him. He's got some decent wideouts there. I mean, I guess the question is, do the – if – if the Colts have Matt Ryan last year, do they make the playoffs because they couldn't beat the ja- or Jaguars? Probably. It, it, you know, the Jaguars game was nothing. That game meant nothing when you look at the season because Carson Wentz single-handedly lost three games for the Colts last year. You win any one of those three games, and they're in the playoffs. So I don't even look at that game as a as the reason they they missed the playoffs. I look at the three games that Carson Wentz lost for them. So going now, we're kind of talking about the draft too. Uh, what are you looking for the Colts to get? Colts or the Vikings? Yeah, well, Colts got bolter defense. They got. I they think got the Vikings to build the have to too. Because uh, other than the three games that that Wentz lost for them. You know, the Colts would jump out to leads every game, much like the Vikings did last year, but couldn't hold them. The defense couldn't hold the leads for for the, you know, when you have a 21-point lead and you lose games, that's your defense. 
Right. I mean, the draft, I, I don't think the draft class is as stout as what it has been in the past. It's um, not a strong, it's not a strong class. It's strong and heavy in wide receivers. It's, it's wide receivers yeah. about a dime a dozen this year, uh, which makes Debo, you know, Debo's out there looking for a trade, um, but who's going to pick him up when you can pick up a, a wide receiver at a dime a dozen through the draft? Well, that's an interesting concept with Debo there. You know, a lot of them, you know, you look at some of these uh, wideouts that are getting paid big now. You look at uh, Devontae Adams got paid big to be in uh, Las Vegas. Um, yep. Hey, Christian Kirk, I don't know how he got the contract he did in Jack- Jacksonville, but <laughs> he got a pretty big contract as well. So with Debo, though, he's used as a running back and a wideout. Does that hurt him? getting the contract he wants. I don't know if it hurts him. What hurts him is the fact that there's a dime a dozen wide receivers in the draft. Right. Um, it will shorten his career playing those two positions. By far. Because the lifespan of a running back is a lot shorter than a than a wide receiver. Um, and once, once the, they get used and abused by teams, you know, you you don't see long-term contracts anymore for running backs. They use them, abuse them for three, four years, and you, you move on. Um, it's right. just the way of the running back now. So, what you got to ask is Tony when he, you know, right? He's a he's, he's a been nodding his man. head a lot. You're a Bengal man. I am the Bengals fan. Yes. Well, so um, going into last year, when you guys got Jamar Chase in the first round, did you, were you excited or were you hoping they went somewhere else? Oh, no, yeah. you got to be happy with Jamar Chase right there. He is a top receiver. So very excited to get him into the jungle. So, um, yeah, we went farther than anybody expected last year, especially going into Kansas City in that title game, winning that, and then heading into the Super Bowl. So it was real nice for the Bengals last year. I, I will be honest with the Bengals there in that AFC title game. I was really hoping for Bengals Bills, but a good game. Mm, yeah, but I, I was I was pulling for the Bengals. I turned into a big Josh Allen fan, so I kind of turned into a Bills fan. But I was pulling for the Bengals all the way through because Jamar Chase is an awesome wideout. Joe Burrow is an awesome quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all thought it was going to be a couple years before we reached that you know point. But hey, we'll take last year and build on it again this year. So they signed some free agents in the offseason to protect Burrow. So that's what we're going to do. And that's the big thing there is Burrow actually ran a lot in the backfield and the couple games I got to see of theirs. But, you know, bolting that offensive line, I could see it hurting but helping him as well just mm-hmm. because he's so he likes to be mobile. But you got to keep him safe in that same aspect. Yep. Definitely have to keep him safe. And Justin, just out of curiosity, um, I know you're not the biggest football fan, but is your favorite uh, position tight end? (laughs) (laughs) Is that a real position? It is a real position. That's hilarious. That's like, imagine, like, so, so people run home from high school and be like, Dad, I made the football team. I made tight end. (laughs) <laughs> like that's that happens. Okay, it happens. Yep. It happens. Wow, how many pretty double entendres? Pretty much, their offensive lineman that can catch the ball. 
<laughs> I mean, so so you you not being a football fan, you still have to know who Rob Gronkowski is, right? I heard of him. Yeah, he's on the, all the commercials of, and MTV. Yeah, he's and, right. Yeah, he's a okay, tight end. Yeah, that's how I know him then. And because okay, got you. <laughs> he's 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 Tom that's Brady's tight said. end. Oh, is he really? So what's a <laughs> yeah. tight end then? Like, how did they come up with that name? I have no idea. But 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 you're saying they're uh, a what's it called that can catch? It's or? kind of an offensive lineman that can catch. They block, but a lot of them catch the ball. They're kind of like the fourth wideout, third or fourth wideout. But they stay okay. in and help chip block, block for the quarterback. Okay. Kind of I don't know how they came up with the word tight end because I'm guessing it's right end or by the right end, so it's a tight end. Not a wide out. They're not yeah. a wide receiver. They're a tight, tight yeah. end. I don't know if that's how they came up with it, but that's how I envision it. Maybe they Are just gave the tightest pants. <laughs> <laughs> the very first one was like, man, that guy's that guy. We don't know if we really need him. We'll give him these. The, the la- we, you know, they they didn't know if like you know they had limited supply, and they're like, I don't know. We kind of need somebody here. We only have one shitty pair of pants left. You know, and then they gave <laughs> it to the guy that took that position. Yeah. Um. How many positions are there on uh, on all? We'll go with offense, I guess. Cause 11, no. 11 players on the field. Okay. And right how many? Center, on the... 11. Okay. 11, 11. Okay. 11, so like, yeah, at, be like, oh, man. Yeah, if you're looking at, like, an offense, you'd have your center, two offensive guards, two offensive tackles, uh, running back, quarterback, tight end, and a couple wideouts. Depends how you want to go into formation. You've got a fullback in there as well. Now you said wide out? Yeah, wide receiver. Okay. Um, sure. So okay. there's tight ends and receivers. Yep. In football. Okay. <laughs> and other things. And a center. Have those and other things, too. Yeah, the yes. quarterback goes underneath <laughs> to get the ball. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, quarterback's got, the quarterback has to go up to the, to the center, reach underneath his asshole, basically, you know, tickle his taint a little bit to get the football. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Back when they were called um, whatever they were called, they they made a movie. John Krasinski was in it. Uh, Leatherheads. Back when they were called Leatherheads, they used to they used to be called Touch the Tainers. <laughs> Quarterbacks were first known as Touch the Tainers, and then yes. uh, you know, I just I just made that up, but uh, I just remember they used to play with it, it they used to play without helmets. Well, that's yeah. like Andy touched on the evolution of wrestling back in the you know. Uh, well, earlier in the show, and how about the ele- evolution of football? You know, you went from leather helmets to what they're in now. I mean, half the receivers well, and players and don't wear knee pads anymore. It was also give it to one guy and let him run, and that was it. There was no throwing in the original game. Uh, oh, no. It was basically huh. kill the man with the ball. Yeah, kill the carrier, yeah like we used to play when we were kids. Yeah. That's more fun to watch, honestly. Yeah, that, that's you know? that's what it was. It was it was it was right. stripped down rub, rugby. Now it's Basically. become chess. Yeah, yeah, with tight yeah. ends and and receivers. You know, and and go, going for deep balls. Yeah, there's there's none of that. <laughs> <mixed gritty anymore. laughs> you know, well, everybody's ended up. You know, <laughs> receivers. Everybody's are getting brain damage and shit from it. You know. Everybody's right. like, everybody's like post homosly. I don't know. Post, 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 how do you say this word? Post, posthumously. Posthumously? Well, you know, past death. Yeah. Well, and what you're talking about there, you know, like 
I, I always hate the conversation about how good was this guy, like LeBron and Jordan, you know, the age style, you know, the differences in the style of play then. But like you look at football, you know, with all the concussions and everything going on, they, you know, they got concussion protocols in there. You know, I mean, look at, uh, what was his name? Junior Seau went off the deep end and all that happened. But concussions are a real thing. I think I've had a couple in my life. I've watched my brother get one, like right in front of my face. He blacked out. Everything was fine. Uh, he left. It was actually at softball. We were playing slow pitch softball. Went home, and my mom called. Something happened at softball. I'm like, not really. Well, your brother's acting weird. I mean, he couldn't remember nothing. Concussions are a whole different aspect of the world. Like, I literally watched a doctor walk in. I'm going to tell you a word. I'll be back in a half an hour to get it back. He walked, he goes, the word's apple. Literally walked out the door, came back in. He had no idea. He goes, you were, you told me a word. It's concussions are a whole different aspect of the world. I felt yeah. bad for some of these football players that get banged in the head. Like you look at offensive linemen, defensive linemen, they're banging helmets constantly. Yeah, you wonder, like you said, they change from leather or whatever. It's like you wonder if the helmet's doing worse to the head inside of it, you know? Right. I, I, don't I know. mean, I guess I never really thought about that. But, I mean, but back, in, you know, Andy Andy said it, you know, back then, you know, they gave the ball to somebody and they just ran down the field. You know, you watch some of these old highlights of older players and there's no one around them by 50 yards. You know, they're not full bore hiking the ball and meeting in the middle. Initially, why they call it football anyway, too, you know, it's like very rarely. Was there more feet involved, I guess, because you're saying they usually just hand the ball. Now it just seems like more of like a handball thing, I guess, because of the throwing. But I could assume if they started out by just handing it to somebody, there was more feet involved, hence the name. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't know how they got, really got the name football. I never really looked back in the history of it. You know, I hear football, I think of soccer as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, they, they as, just said As everybody fuck, else called They it. said fuck soccer, that's a pussy sport, which is another whole nother show that I have planned for us um, <laughs> about soccer because if you get sneezed on, you fall down and die. Um, Bef- before I we thought move that was on, the NBA. <laughs> uh, that's, the NBA is turning into uh, a bunch of pro- protesters at Minnesota Timberwolves games right now. <laughs> that gets so, me, that also gets sneezed on. I don't know if you guys have heard. I don't know if you guys have heard about these. Yeah, yeah. So I heard that, that stuff about about that. But uh, did you see what happened this weekend at Yankee Stadium? No, I did not. Yes. So Tony has. So Tony, what? Go yeah. ahead and tell us what what you saw and and, and what you're about George Costanza. <laughs> George <Kistanza. laughs> He works there. Anything could happen. Um, so Cleveland and Yankees this weekend. I can't remember the guy's name. I just I remembered it earlier, but outfielder for Cleveland. Um I didn't get to see the whole story about it, but basically Yankees fans just throwing trash onto the field on this guy, and then all you see him talking about, you know, this city sucks and everything, and it's just more porn on New York fans, so. So, so here, here's here's the rest of it. So, it started out, I guess, some guys were, were giving him some shit in the stands, and he, I don't know if he turned around and said something to him. Somebody throws something at him. This outfielder climbs the wall to mm. yell at the fans. Now, he stays on the playing field, like, on it's his side Cleveland of the player? wall. 
Yeah. yeah Stays on his play. side of the wall to scream at these fans. Well, next thing you know, the next ball hit out in the outfield. They're just chucking shit all over the place. Water bottles, beers, whatever they can get their hands on. <laughs> just completely littering the field in New York after this guy. To the point where Judge, it was Judge and um, who's the other big guy? Uh, Stanton. Stanton. Judge Stanton and Stanton Chicago. went out to the outfield to tell these people to stop throwing shit. What, this is the Yankees players now? Yeah, yeah. Those, are, those are the Yankee okay. players, yeah. They're yeah. speaking on behalf of their fucking field, basically. Yeah, and this right. is not the first time this season that this kind of shit has happened at Yankee Stadium. And so I was watching something on ESPN today, and they, or it was on MLB Network, and they were talking about it, and um, they were saying, you know, you just let anybody in, you know, you, you, half the people that go to go to the baseball games are there to get drunk, and you know, don't care about the game, and you know, you're sitting on top of the players at Yankee Stadium, which is part of it, right? That's the right. that's the thing of Yankee Stadium, like. Going in there as an opposing player, the fans are on top of you, right? But this is out of control. Right? Yeah, it sounds just, like you're talking about Philly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't I mean, get me started. Worse. Don't get me started on Philly fans. Yeah, well, go ahead. <laughs> no, you don't want to get me started on Philly. It's <laughs> probably why I never got into sports. Probably why I never got into uh, professional sports because I would naturally like the Phillies. You know, or Philadelphia teams, and would hate everybody around me at the game. Philadelphia had it win a Super Bowl in Minnesota. I mean, come on, <laughs> <laughs> they destroyed everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, we could talk. Well, that's a, that's in the come future on. show. Listen, we still have a listen, future shows here. Yeah, we listen, have so many future shows. Philadelphia fans to destroy half the city that your own people have destroyed. Okay, exactly. <laughs> I agree. One dude, one dude ate horse shit. I mean, enough said. <laughs> You know, literally. So before we move on to our next topic, I have one more question for Andy. I've asked a few people this, and and all you guys, if you watch the NFL. Yeah, where's Waldo? I think he's right there. (laughs) So So the AFC West, looking at four quarterbacks on four teams there that are pretty pretty good, who's the best quarterback in the AFC West right now out of the Kansas Kansas City Chiefs, which is Patrick Mahomes? San Diego Chargers, you have Justin Herbert. Uh, Broncos just acquired not too long ago uh, Russell Wilson. And then you got Derek Carr in Vegas with the Raiders. It's going to be a good conference battle, I think, there. What what are you looking at to get out of that conference this year for the you, NFL? You know, it's, it's always Kansas City's to lose, right? So uh, as much as I want to not say it, it's got to be Patrick Mahomes. Yep. I don't want to say it because, honestly, I don't like his style of ball and I don't like the guy in general. And I know everybody loves him. Everybody loves but, Patrick Mahomes. But I'm with you on that, but he did lose a weapon in Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Kelsey can't but, do it all. Yeah, but he's he's got he's got enough, uh, you know, he just doesn't matter. He's going to look left, throw right. You know what I mean? Right. Like. I don't think I don't think the wide receiver as much as everybody thinks makes makes the player. You look at Brady or makes the quarterback. You look at Brady over the years, right? He's every year they change wide receivers on him. It didn't matter. He won games. 
Like, you look in Vegas with Devontae Adams going there, realigning with Derek Carr because they played together in college. I can't remember what college they were at. But does that help Derek Carr and make the Raiders better? Well, yeah, when you've got a, a, you know, a chemistry already built. But I just don't know where the Raiders are really going. And I'm not sold on Derek They had Carr. kind of a hard season last year. Well, it started off with losing a coach, you know, because he tweeted something. We gonna lose our show because we tweeted something. <laughs> we could. Oh, we no. could. It was, an, it was an email, not a tweet. It was an email. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that was all about all them emails. No, it, I, I think the AFC West is gonna be uh, the conference to watch this year. You know, I, Brady's coming. Brady retired, comes back. You know, what's the NFC South gonna look like? You know, the Saints lost Sean Payton now. When it's all yeah. said and done, is Brady gonna still be in Tampa? Well, I think he will be this year, and then he'll be done. But I, I think the in, the, point, in, but in the end, there I think was he wants a scheme. To as a Niner. There was a scheme with Brady to him to retire and come back and go to Miami. Go to Miami. There was a trade offer involved in that too that didn't never went through. Like in that Will Smith yeah. song. Going to going Miami. On, going to Miami. Yeah, we here we go. We got What's Will a, Smith back in this show. Right. Will Smith back in here. here. We ain't the oh, Forrest God. Gump yet. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Pump the fucking brakes, man. Just a mere mention. <laughs> All right. So before we go to the next topic, uh, pre-draft Super Bowl picks for this year. We'll let Justin pre-draft. pick first. Yeah. All right, I gotta definitely say, um, uh, I uh, Bobby Boucher. Um, <laughs> he's a front runner. Okay, he's the hot item right now. Um, and then uh, I would he's have gonna to win say, the, he, um, he's gonna win the Super Bowl all by himself. He's gonna win the Super Bowl by himself. <laughs> Probably. Well, well, no, he's gonna have Rudy help him. Rudy. Uh, Rudy's gonna help. Yep. <laughs> and then Shane Falco. That, that's my three. That's my three. Falco. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby Boucher versus Shane Falco in the Super Bowl. That could be interesting. <laughs> Stop making fun of me. How about you, Tony? Who are your picks for the Super Bowl this year pre-draft? This coming um, season. Let's say I'm going to go with Cincinnati. And... Oh man, other ones are gonna be a tough one. I don't know. I think, I think the Chargers might do it again. Might might come back to it. So, oh no, not the Chargers. I'm sorry, the Rams. The Rams. The Rams. I was gonna say, sorry, two AFC teams in the Super Bowl. That could be yeah. interesting. <laughs> Yo, just real quick. You know, it'd be funny if where do the Chargers play? L.A. Okay, wouldn't it be funny if like you went there and you couldn't plug your phone in anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> where where is the Super Bowl this year? Well, honestly, that was going to be a part of my pick. The Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure, is in Arizona this year. The last couple of years have been the home teams winning it, going to their stadiums and winning it. Yeah. Pretty sure that Super Bowl is in Arizona this year. I thought it was in Dallas, so there was no fucking way that was happening. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Arizona. 
That's why Dallas da- never had. Da- well, goal. you look at Dallas; they're they're moving everybody but the person they probably should move, and uh, Elliot. Oh, he's garbage. <laughs> yeah, they got rid of Mari Cooper. He's in Cleveland now. Ever since he jumped in the Salvation Army bucket, he's he's not done anything. Yep. That is the truth. Andy, you want to explain that story? Yeah, yeah, you got to explain it. Um, I'm still here. So, um, (laughs) there was a Thanksgiving Day game. Uh, I don't know who they were playing. I don't remember. But Dallas was playing um, somebody. Doesn't matter. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott scores a touchdown. Well, every Thanksgiving Day game, especially I think it's the Fox game, has a giant Salvation Army, like, red kettle, like, at the back of the end zone. As a, you know, hey, it's Salvation Army time of year. Everybody fucking ring the bell, right? So this guy scores a touchdown and jumps in the kettle. (laughs) That's a dead crap, (laughs) though. What's the kettle again? What, what's this thing look like? It's you see like the, when you're sitting there watching the people ringing the bell to put the Salvation money in Salvation Army. Christmas. You know, ding-a-ding-a-ding-a-ding-a-ding-a-ding. Yeah. It was just a bigger <laughs> version of that. Oh, so, okay. So it was big enough to jump in. He didn't fall into it like by accident. He, like, literally jumped into it. Like, yeah, he literally thing. jumped into it yeah. and was gone. And then, like, played and peekaboo. Then, so, so going back to your story, you said that was the telltale something for whatever. You said that right? was the last so, time he, he did anything important. No. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and just to clarify, right. the Super Bowl is in Glendale, Arizona, where the Cardinals play. Next year is actually the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, where the draft is being held this weekend. Wow, interesting. Okay. So, 2022, it's where? 2023 for the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is held next year, but it's this season. Okay. It's in uh, Arizona, which is the home of the Arizona Cardinals. Gotcha. But now, okay. As far as you, as far as you guys know, uh, barring the draft, like, does it seem like Arizona has a chance? Like, is it a, is it a team that could possibly be in the Super Bowl in its own fucking stadium? Very, very I well. I mean, yet. they got Kyler Murray. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, they got a pretty good team. I mean, I thought they had a good enough team to do it last year. Um, they mm-hmm. just fizzled out. I mean, be you know, with the Rams being with with the way they were, they brought in Von Miller. The Cardinals are a good team, but, you know, you never know what's going to happen after the draft and all that, but the last two years, Tampa Bay won it in their stadium two years ago. Last year, the Rams won it in their own stadium. Yeah, Uh, I was just going to ask about the stats on that. Like, obviously, I'm learning that they pick these places by random, or and then... It's by bid, or hey, you built a new stadium. Yeah, it's my bid. You, hey, you built the new stadium. You can have a home. You can have the Super Bowl. It's also mostly, except for the one New York one, it's indoor stadiums or warm weather. Yep. Ah, uh, okay. So the the fans can deal with it better, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, like they had it in Minnesota a few years ago, just because it's indoor. If it would have been outdoor, they built an outdoor. In my opinion, I live in Minnesota. The stadium should have been outdoor. We live up here. We so play. Philly. Philly will never be in contention for that then. Because it's well, New York was. Oh, well, if, wait. If, all right, so, so if Philly February, built a new right? stadium, they would build. They, yeah, they would have a chance at it. But, but it had to be indoor. Not really. It's February, right? No. They held it in New York. Yeah, February. New York was New York's outside. 
But I, well, I think they said that because it was New Jersey, ain't it? Yeah, <laughs> Meadowlands or something, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Meadowlands. Yeah. Yeah. Where the Giants and But it's cold as fuck here in February. I mean, how how's that fly if it's if it's outdoor? You're saying or are you saying Meadowlands is indoor now? No, no Meadowlands is outdoor. They held a couple Super Bowls there now? Or just one? Oh, that's or have they held the imagine. Super Bowl there? I'm thinking WrestleMania's. Yeah, WrestleMania's uh, been and that's April, but that's still iffy. Very iffy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's like I said, February is cold as fuck. I'm thinking this WrestleMania. Time around, so. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like Andy said, you know, it's basically south or indoor stadiums. Gotcha. See, that's something I didn't know. You guys are educating me. Like honestly, yeah, in my, in make my you a eyes, fan. <laughs> I've been to Lambeau Field in Green Bay. I'm a big. I'm a. I live in Minnesota. I'm a Viking fan. But watching a game at Lambeau Field, that would be awesome to see a Super Bowl played in Lambeau in February. It Let would me be just awesome. tell you what a shit experience it is to go to a football game in the snow. It is fun. But you don't last the whole fucking game. Yeah, you do. You put on some coveralls and you go to town. I've been to the we- two coldest two of the coldest recent games at uh you uh not US Bank at TCF Bank, I don't know what it's called now, where the Gophers play. We watched the oh. Gophers play Wisconsin. In minus twenty degree wind chill, then we loved are, every minute of it. Then me and my wife are some cold weather pussies because we went just this past year up to Michigan State and watched the Michigan State Penn State game in basically a blizzard, and it was the best football to watch. Horrible, horrible, <laughs> freezing our asses off. Well, you okay? So you watch it in a blizzard; it was snowing. This was just cold. Oh, no, this is snowing. No, I'm talking just cold weather. Doesn't No snow. Just cold weather. I watched the Vikings uh, play. I can't remember who they – that was the New York Giants in week 15. uh, The last game – or one of the last games they played at uh, TCF Bank when the Vikings were playing there while U.S. Bank was getting built. It was cold as crap. It was in the 30 below wind chill. It was cold. It was a night game. A blast to watch. Because people are handing out fireball, hot 100, <laughs> people sneaking out of the stadium. We're just ha- we're having fun. Me and a friend, my wife was supposed to go with me, but she got a cold and didn't want to go, so I took a friend with me. And we're just sitting there just drinking. This, you know, pre-COVID, obviously. <laughs> but, no, good times. I mean, I cold weather, awesome. Blizzard, snow. I got to play literally high school football in a, a snowstorm. We were the only game going on in our section. We were actually halfway to uh, Russell Tyler Ruthen is a school just right up the road from us, about a half an hour. Um, Todd Bowman, I don't know if any of you guys know him. He was a backup quarterback for the Vikings uh, and the Saints, I believe it was. They were retiring his jersey that night. We are actually like 10 minutes away. They wanted to cancel the game. It's like, no, we're playing. Let's retire that jersey because we all knew who Todd Bowman was. We wanted to be involved in that in a way. And we literally got there. They're... They're plowing the field of snow. Yeah. And we're all sitting there like, we're really going to do this. You got tackled. You went another 20 yards because it was slick. You know, high school fields are not warm. Or warmth, like, uh, they're not warmed up like what Lambo is and all that. It was the best experience I had ever playing football. Uh, that game I'll never forget. I scored two touchdowns. I slipped and slide a lot. It was a blast. But cold weather is different between snow. 
Welcome in back, Justin. Did you just um, did you just take care of your hemorrhoid there? Or? Uh, half and half. Yeah, I took care of the hemorrhoid and I got another beer. Oh. So, <laughs> let's move on to another topic here. Uh, we talked a lot about football, basketball. Talked a little bit about baseball. About some uh, wrestling. Um, Andy, I know you're big in wrestling. The other guys are too, kind of. Uh, yeah, Jim Cornette's a pussy. Jim Cornette's a pussy. How about wrestling factions? I've always been a big fan of the factions in wrestling. Um, the best wrestling factions in w- in wrestling, period. Uh, three or more people, not really tag teams. It's just the factions. Does anybody have anything you want to talk to about that? In my eyes, NWO always comes to mind with WCW, Holly, or Hulk Hogan turning heel. And then you look at WWE, WWF, it was DX. Yeah, but you gotta, like, you can't, the whole fucking world was in NWO. If you, like, if you look at the actual list of members in NWO, something like 50 fucking eight people. There's like 50, maybe 50 people on the goddamn roster. Like, yeah, they had a couple affiliates and all that. Wasn't there a race car driver on that? In a, in there that? was. There was. There was a, Mike, was it Waltrip? I don't remember. I don't remember. But yeah, there's like 50, like the whole fucking world was like, I was in the NWO. Justin's in the NWO. Tony's in the NWO. Like, whoop, whoop, too sweet. Fuck you. Like, you can't have the whole goddamn was, world in your, in your faction. Andy, I'm surprised you remember that. Do you remember what my, uh, my wrestling name was? Fuck. Um, in NWO? Justin. Nope. You want me to just tell you? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Iron Deficient Sheik. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what mine was? Do you remember mine? <laughs> yeah, Slim Shaner. No. Slim Shaner. No, 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 no. It was Vanilla Twice. That was your rap name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? I was, I was, I was Vanilla Twice. Vanilla Twice, right. Vanilla Twice. Yeah. Man. Yeah. What was the twice again? Because I had to do it two times. <laughs> I thought because I thought because they changed it to two set a two a two count for you. I think. Yeah, because I would kick out too early, like when Jim Cornette drops a leg on me. And <laughs> I'm gonna stay down for three fucking seconds. Yeah, they give you a two count, so you're, you're uh, yeah. I'm looking at Tony below me, he's kind of like the big woo, you know, not the big show, not Ric Flair, the big woo. Big woo. <laughs> it's, like, it's, kind of, it's really close to big swall too. <laughs> I'm guessing you got a you got a good Ric Flair for us, huh? Tony. I mean, yeah. I guess, yeah. You know, you kind of have that. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, woo. Sorry, he just busted out his uh, microphone, so we didn't catch it. No, but it was a big woo. Yeah, what happened to that? He blew it out. Yeah. I, give you I even muted mine you know, so we'd only the, hear him. The flare dance, too, but I don't have enough. Do, do, can you say the whole thing? Two Rick flares and a what is it? What the fuck is it? Two big flares and a big clap. Yeah. Can you give us a clap? Woo! Uh, <laughs> woo! Uh, so, speaking of flare, then you got the four horsemen, which is like. The ultimate faction ever, right? 
Right, but you also look at Flair and you got Evolution. No. But, but Evolution, they were the, Evolution, they were the Evolution, okay. So Evolution was not built because of Ric Flair. It was built to save Ric Flair. It was. Mm. But it because also built Randy Orton. It built Ooh. Randy Orton. It built uh, Batista. But it, it did not. It was there to rebuild Ric Flair as well. I don't. I don't see them. But but we, you have to. If you're going to talk about the best faction of all time, it's got to stand the test of time. It's got to have an impact on the future of the business. Which sure NWO did, but it had the whole fucking company in it. You know, like, but NWO did make a comeback. At WrestleMania when Sting and Ripple H. And that was so garbage. Why didn't they just have a fucking straight match? I agree. I agree. Because they ended up bringing DX involved in that as well. It was tar- I understood where that they ruined, were going with it. That ruined the Triple H and Sting match when you're going to have the top guy in what 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 is WWE at the time or, you know, WCW cur- yeah. current area, right? Era yep. and the top guy from WCW finally coming over to WWE to wrestle, and you're going to throw all these other fuckers in there. Why? That comes down to writing. Sounds like a Marvel <laughs> movie. I like what they did there, but did it? I liked it, but did I hate it? Yes. I mean, I understood what they were trying to go for, but I wanted it. I'm with you. I'm like, I wanted to see that one-on-one battle, icon versus icon. <laughs> You already knew they were going to beat Sting in the ring, right? You already knew that. They weren't going to let Sting Sting go over on the top guy in WWE. Sting went over. Sting went over when those crows hit at Survivor Series to get the Triple H and Stephanie out of the Sting was already over before that, but he wasn't going to go over in the No, but in WWE when those crows went off, when those crows went off, there were people that were like, who's this? And there were people that knew what the crow meant. Yeah. I don't know if you watched that live or not, Andy. I know I did. I freaked out and ran out of the ran out of my house. Because I knew who it was and I knew it'd take him about a minute to get going in because they were they were gonna stell it up. But Yeah. Sting was they, always my wrestler in that aspect. I mean, I always wanted him to come to WWE slash WWF. What would you have done in your mind, in your your heart, like when when Hogan turned and he became NWO and turned heel, it broke kids' hearts. There were kids crying, right? Yeah. And it was the well, because he became a bad guy, right? Yeah. Right. He became the bad guy. He became the heel. Yep. Okay. The original plan, because they did Hogan originally didn't want to do it, so the the plan was actually to use. Thing in that situation. I don't think NWO is as big if Sting does it. And not a knock on Sting. But NWO got bigger, I think, because of it was Hogan. Kind of goes back to where everybody wanted John Cena to turn heel. You know, so at, you look what, at, point, at what point did the believability... So, so you point of pro wrestling is if you could suspend... 
reality, right? Like you look at it and you go, "Was that real? Did I did I just see something that I that I shouldn't have? Is this real?" So when when NWO came over, when Hall and Nash came, or yeah, Hall and Nash came over, yeah. it was an invasion, right? They didn't yeah. tell you anything. They made it pretend like they came to WCW from the WWE. Right. So at what point did those two... So they get Hogan, and they still go on this kind of invasion thing. But at what point did they... that Did the suspension of reality end? It, it had to be when... Wasn't it Hogan and Macho Man in a match? And no, Hogan came down. Macho was in the match against, I think, Nash. Yeah, and dropped the leg on him. Yeah. They didn't know what he was going to do. They played it off. So there you have the heel turn of Hogan. Was that also the moment that everybody goes, this is no longer even like, like, okay, so this is just a WCW work. I think it was, I think in, in my eyes with Hogan, with WWF, WWE, Hogan's always a good guy. Yeah. WCW, Hogan's always the bad guy. In my eyes. Right. That's how I look at it. But. Do I. Go ahead. But, you know, when, when did the invasion kind of in, in the fans' eyes kind of go, all right, this is not. There's not some intertwining workings with the WWE and WCW. Was there always? It's kind of like what we talk about, what me and you have talked about. Is there intertwinings between AEW and WWE? I don't think there is. Some people think there is. But Tony I'm part of that. I'm part of that person. I'm part of that people. Are they trying to start Monday Night Wars all over again? No, because they moved NXT because they couldn't beat them. They stopped rivaling the sa- they stopped riding on the same night because they couldn't beat them. Right. Yeah. I'll be honest. I haven't watched a lot of AEW. I haven't. It's not because I hate the show. Have I watched What's a AEW lot of WWE? Stand for? All all uh, elite. All elite wrestling. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, you can tell I'm the what, one that's wet, wet behind the ears with this stuff. So, Well, I have not watched a lot of All Elite. We've dabbled in on it, me and my wife. But we also haven't watched a lot of WWE recently. Justin, you would like it. I mean, you're into soap operas like Days of Our Lives and Young and the Wrestlers. Well, that's what wrestling <laughs> is. No. It's a no. soap opera is all it is. But, no, I mean... like well, fuck out of here with that. No. When you go into factions, though, I mean, you know, everybody brings up DX, NWO, and I like where we're going with this. But you look at, like, nowadays, you got the New Day. Are they actually a faction? They keep splitting them up. Right. But the one faction that a lot of people forget that was a faction was Nexus. They changed a lot in WWE, WWF. They changed a lot. They did a lot. They brought a lot to the table. The other one was the Shield. So the Nexus was also kind of, in my mind, the birth of NXT. It was. It definitely was. Right. So it was almost that invasion. But it's you go back to that invasion plot, right? 
where the Nexus invades WWE. And yeah, a lot of great names in there. Barrett and Daniel Bryan, Bryan and Ryback. David Otunga. A lot of great, great names in that. But did they actually change or impact the business other than basically saying, hey, WWE now has a big roster, big, uh, you know, developmental, I guess you would call it, right? Well, you know, you look at it that way, too. You know, you look at a lot of these factions. This just came to my mind. But a lot of names come out of factions that no one ever knew about. Because, okay, give me an example. Well, you look at Spirit Squad. What did we get out of that? Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Um, The Shield. That was the proper way to introduce Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins. The Brood. The Brood. You know? It, 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 to me, the brood excelled Edge mm-hmm. to what he is now. Yeah. Love Edge. Grew up watching him. So I like, you know, speaking of that, that's a new faction brewing. I don't think that we know what the name is yet, but that's a faction yeah. that's brewing yeah, right now. Yeah, it's like a new brood with him and Damian Priest. And but is talks. it a brood or is it a, is, is it a brood or is it a ministry of destruction or ministry of darkness? Nah, it's, it's brood 2.0. They got the purple. Yeah, it is brood 2.0. But there could be. They're doing different colors. But, I mean... But is, they, the, is the purple a thing to... You talk about Ministry of Darkness. Is this an Undertaker plot? Right. Could they bring the Undertaker back? He left with the Hall of Fame induction ceremony with... I can't remember the exact words, but never say never. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Right. Puts his hat on, says never say never, and so. So does he come back being like a uh, manager? Does he come back for man? Does he Possibly. become the the Gangrel of this new brew? Right. You just never know. I mean, like honestly, I, I saw Justin raise his eyebrow like the Rock there. But uh, yeah. <laughs> go, go go check out the brood. I mean, listening to watching them come in, their entrance is amazing. But if you dabble in a little bit on this, it's they're almost bringing stories back, just mm-hmm. retabling them and redoing it's, them. But isn't that what what the wrestling business has been doing? It's what it has been. It's I mean, one of the best it, matches recently was MJF versus CM Punk in a dog collar match. And that's because it's one of the best matches ever between um, Greg Valentine and and uh, Piper, right? Right. Um, and they play they paid homage to that match. Right. Um, so it's but, a, okay. A, so a, when you're getting into that, so are the writers of wrestling? Are they becoming? They don't know what else to do. Kind of like fuck. But it's you know it's kind of like movies in the same aspect. Justin would probably think about this with with me as well. You know, you look at movies. Is this wrestling and movies? Are they tied in together? That okay, we're redoing the same stories. Like we're rebooting all this old. Oh my god. Yeah, nothing new. Yeah, it just sounds like you're just talking about anything else. Yeah, think of like. 
like we talked about the Batman before we recorded tonight. Like, we'll talk about it next week possibly, but like, it's just another old idea. You know, everybody's going to the cinema and they're watching some new version of an old idea. Like, hey. it's like, when is it going to be done? You know, like Harry Potter's still a thing. They're still releasing Harry Potter story ideas. Like, nothing's we, we, nothing's growing, nothing's changing. So to hear this we, talk we, about wrestling just from like a third person, it just sounds like it's just rebooting, rebooting everywhere. Reboot, reboot, you know? reboot. Look at Jurassic right, World, reboot. same aspect. Soft reboot, yeah. And, and motherfucker, motherfucker in one of the Jurassic Worlds was wearing a Jurassic Park T-shirt, like that you would yeah. wear back in '95 after the original movie came out. Like they fucked. Okay, like, go to Jurassic shit. World. There, they had the old Jurassic Park jeeps. Same fucking shirt, like that you could buy at like whatever. Like the internet didn't really exist, like for Amazon and shit back then. But like you actually had to go somewhere that actually released a Jurassic Park shirt, and this is what this mofo was wearing in Jurassic you World. You got it at wearing a Jurassic Park shirt. Got it yeah, K-Mart. Jurassic World. Yeah, this movie There's is willing to K-Mart show you. Left in this world. Yeah, yeah. This this movie is willing to show you that this guy went to Kmart or Kohl's or something and found a, a 1995 era Jurassic Park design, and it exists in the real world of Jurassic World. You know, like it's just fucking yeah. That that's shit. You know, Tony. What's and it goes all the way to Star Wars and everything with the reboots. Mm-hmm. Like, with what? What we're, me and Andy are talking about wrestling, what Justin just brought into with the movies and everything. what me and Justin did. Everything. There's a lot of reboots going on in this world. What's your thoughts on that? It's an I open question. It's, it's weird, you know, because, yeah, you do have all these reboots going on. You know, just like we talked about even Space Jam. Why you got to, you know, remake Space Jam and bring LeBron into it? Like, Why? Because LeBron's just, the new Jordan. Jordan. Supposedly, but yeah. It yeah, but re- but he's not. I'll never watch <laughs> the new Space Jam. I'll never watch because, that movie. Listen, if you talk about if you talk about LeBron and how many games a year he's played versus how many games a year Jordan played, it's not even close. You know, like just that that alone. So what are they even talking about? How do you even make a Space Jam movie? There's nobody you could choose that was like Jordan. You know, and nobody fucking knows that unless they care about the fucking stats of NFL. I mean, <laughs> NFL. NFL. They care about the stats of NBA. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's just shit nobody's thinking about. <laughs> so, Tony, where were you going with your thought on that with Space Jam? I know you had a lot more to say. I felt like you had a lot more to say on it. I don't know. It's just weird that, you know, people are making all these reboots of everything, you know. Just like we've talked about, you know, with the Batman and it's just... The Star Wars, just, the Batman is just kind of weird, you know. And I, I know we're gonna talk about this more next week, but is this the the story of this one? You know, it's supposed to be right where he was beginning, so that's why it's kind of weird of you know what you grew up on, knowing all these Batmans, and now you're talking about this one where it's just yeah, where he's beginning to be Batman and all this stuff. I don't know. It's just these reboots yeah. are just weird. I mean, you have all kinds of. You know, even like Fast and Furious. We got, what, Fast 10 coming out soon? Fast X, whatever they're going to call it, yeah. Wow. You know, where's it ever going to end? So, Tony, you're a wrestling fan, too. So, so what, what, do you, what is your thought on a, you know, top faction? What's your favorite faction? Oh, my favorite? Oh, gosh. Well, I'm an Orton guy, so I'm going to have to probably say Evolution. So. Okay, so you said that, but why not Legacy? Oh, that's true. Didn't even think about legacy. And I, I'm going to kill know, this tough. conversation though on 
on factions by stating the number one faction out there. I might get hate for this. You guys can blow me up on Twitter, whatever. But I'm going to tell you the number one faction out there is the Bullet Club. But were they really a faction? It wasn't really on any show, was it? They're always on every fucking show. But right, but it wasn't like in But Japan. the Bullet Club is involved on. in every major promotion. And they, right. w- yes, and they have wrestled as the Bullet Club in New Japan. So, they, they're, and now they're involved. Look at the names that were involved, right? Cor- correct me if they, I'm wrong. Before you go into that, correct me if I'm wrong. When uh, Lucas and uh, Luke and uh, Gallows and Anderson, when they came in, didn't it say Bullet Club yes. on the Titantron? Yes. Keep going. If you watch, I know if you watch the promo, if you watch the promo, so there's a huge show coming up, and I don't know if anybody saw this uh, from AEW last week. Huge show coming up. You know, the Forbidden Door. It's going to be AEW and New Japan Wrestling. And in the promo, they said, this is about the, um, oh, what the fuck is Adam Cole's um, faction now with uh, Red Dragon? Oh, shit. And they were I in can't remember the name. AEW. I can't remember him. But they said it's about that and the Bullet Club. And I agree with the Bullet Club. They're, they're a good faction. It's just, it was it's never built more wrestlers. It's built more top-notch wrestlers than any other faction out there. To me, and, with the Bullet Club, they were, they're not on a show, but they built it around wrestling all around. You if know, you, they grab different people. If you're in a promotion and you get in with these guys and you become part of, their, of the Bullet Club, you are going to rise to stardom in right. a promotion. Period. Yeah, that's the truth. Like, you you can talk four horsemen all day long, right? But the Andersons, and nobody, I don't know if everybody realizes this, but the reason that Ric Flair was a made man is because of the Andersons. True. True They brought him into the four horsemen, and they pitched it as Ric Flair was a cousin of the Andersons. So now everybody goes, oh, he's a cousin. Of, he's an Anderson. He must be somebody we need to pay attention to. And that's what made Ric Flair. The Andersons made Ric Flair. The Four that Horsemen after, after that, the Four Horsemen, they dominated pro wrestling in their era. But what faction has dominated pro wrestling throughout the world more than the Bullet Club? None. In my eyes, none. So, and and, and if you guys want to tweet at me or whatever and tell me I'm full of shit, that's fine, but, you know. But a lot of people might not think they were actually a faction because you never really saw them. Yep. Saw them. I'll tweet at you all day, you fucking stud. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. We need all... You know, I don't know if you guys look at some of the people we got following us, but we got some strippers and shit. Which is all another... Another... Uh, 
whole other show but, in and of itself. But, <laughs> Justin, Is that you're... another show? How many shows do we have now? We're yeah, at three. We're, yeah, we got, we got three too many. We got too many going forward. We just got to watch these. Like, we got to watch our own shows and write down everything every time we talk about how another show's coming up because I already forget. But that's at least four, I would say. Four so, shows. Justin, but, you were, well, you I were keep telling us book, before we went, before we started recording, <laughs> that, uh, you know, you got a flyer the other day about wrestling and how this is coming full circle for you. Oh, yeah. So I was at this function on Saturday in a park. Uh, I mentioned, uh, usually in closing, at least one of these videos, that I play live music at a bar three nights a week. So I was in that same town in Gloucester City, New Jersey, right across the river from Philadelphia. And uh, I was at this function, and somebody was going around passing out um, flyers. And I could share my screen if you want to see the flyer. You guys as wrestling fans, what do you think of this flyer? If you want to, but uh, it's just something oh, funny yeah. that like my ears, my ears pricked up about because I've never once, I've done functions in this park in this city for years, different reasons, and um, and never seen anybody come up that's a local wrestler, and um, and and they exist in Gloucester City. I'm seeing it now. There's an address on it that happens in happens to be in Gloucester City, which is where I was and where I play a lot. Um, so I was gonna, I was gonna share my screen. Yeah, I'm going to share it with you guys. So I think Andy's it, I'm going to tell you. Right. Yeah, I'm going to tell you it's wrestling against autism. It happened on Saturday, so it happened two days ago. Um, but I'm sure they do other events that I'll I'll look out for as well. So let me share my screen. And there we go. So you can see it, right? See it, and all it's like. Ver can you see it? It's all yep. in all yep. its glory here. And I'll just kind of close up. Real this Drago. didn't look like a. It didn't look like a good flyer. There's um, a lot of colors didn't work together, but you really have to kind of look at it to read it, unfortunately. But they got the real Drago. Um, hmm. Let me see here. ECW is Gary Wolf. Andy, do you know anything about Gary Wolf? Never fucking heard of him. All right, let's ECW. I didn't know if you followed ECW or not. Well, you know, we we come from the home of ECW, but right. I mean, maybe he performed once. I don't know. How about America's own Richie Star? I assume it's Richie because it's Christina uh, uh, Richie. Hey, look at that, Tony. They, you're you're um, you're sponsoring <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these sponsors. There you go. Look, fourteen and under, five dollars. Admission was fifteen dollars. Donkey's Place is is a steak place in Gloucester City. Fantastic cheesesteaks. Some of the best cheesesteaks. Okay, yeah, Andy, you know, yeah, for sure. Yes. Yeah. So that's the city I'm playing in a lot, Andy. Um, three nights yeah. a week, and this was handed to me while I was at a function in that very city in the park. I so thought you Donkey's see was this in was Camden. It is, I think, actually, um, now that I think about it. But there's a lot of cusp-type places in this area where you're not sure where it's at. could be Mount Ephraim, it could be Camden, it could be Gloucester, you know? Um, yeah, and a lot of people from those together. areas, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it really depends on where you are in certain situations, but, uh, you know, so, like, you got Spotlight Sports Entertainment Presents. You guys are into, you guys are into wrestling. Is this a lot of the... Like local stuff you see or what? Yeah, so, I mean, it's a lot of local local ads I see around here. I know 
uh, hour and a half away from me to the west here. Sioux Falls does one. Uh, one of our race car drivers actually, his brother competes, and he was the champion a couple years ago. I don't know where they're at now, but I know up in Minneapolis they do a lot up there. Um, it's that's like an underground show. I mean, is what I call them. He, what I call them. There's a lot yeah. of shows that aren't WWE. They're, that's where these guys get found from AEW and WWE. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where the talent Justin, I mean, these guys Justin, put a lot of them working. Justin, to be honest, yeah. you're in the hotbed of right. lo- local homegrown talent pro wrestlers in South Jersey. South Jersey has has trained so many of the top names. Bam Bam Bigelow is from New Jersey. Diamond Dollar oh, wow. Page is from New Jersey. Uh, what's like, his name? Honestly, too? Yeah. go go check out a show there if you ever get a chance. You might see somebody you see on TV in five ten years. The monster King Kong Bundy. The, King Kong Bundy, right? The mon yeah, King Kong Bundy. The Monster Factory is one of the top notch, or was in in its day, top notch training facilities that train professional wrestlers. Is right there by you, I believe, in like Belmar. Now, what's EWA? You think? Oh, Epic Wrestling Association. See, there you go. <laughs> well, they all had their wrestling names and all that, but. And look at this Sunday at two p.m. How. F- you can bring your grandma. How fucking lovely, you know? <laughs> right after church, like the yeah, Sunday. I mean, we got Sunday, guys. Guys, we got Sunday at two p.m. You cool with that? Yeah. So that's that's now your. I would your love to go mission. watch that show. That that's your mission now, that's Justin. Go yeah, yeah. go to one of these local events. Meet, talk to some of these guys who do it. Get a yeah. get a get a feel of what. Yep. You know, it is for them because, you know, these guys do it on weekends for little to no money, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure a guy involved in this faction, as you say, I don't even know, um, was at my karaoke on Saturday and he was using the microphone after he was done singing to talk about his wrestling that was happening. I guess it was this show. Nice. You know? So I, I yeah. definitely will, will remember that guy and I'll talk to him next time. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. yeah, we were talking about factions there with two. I mean, how about the Heart Foundation? Canada, yeah. I know, but... But the Heart Foundation, was there anybody in the Heart Foundation that wasn't... Bret Hart. Um, trained by Stu? No. Not that I know of. Was the Heart Foundation just people that Stu... Heart trained, and that's like where you went to get help you get over as a as a character. I don't know. Still a good good uh, faction in the back in the day, though. Oh sure, I mean British. I mean, I, I I don't know that answer. I mean, the Anvil, you know. um, obviously Bret Hart. You know, the Owen. youngest of uh, Owen. Uh, what Owen could have been. If what would have Owen been? I mean, he'd have been older now, but uh, who knows? Oh yeah, he's the one that fell into the ring, right? And he yeah. he broke his neck or something. He was coming down as uh, what was his name, Andy? Was it the Patriot? He was masked when he was masked. Was it the Patriot? Was that what he was? No, the something Patriot like that. was. Uh, 
from? Patriots mm. Hogan. Um, but it was something Just, like that. Yeah, I. My, I'll remember after the show. I mean, I feel bad for getting <laughs> out. I remember all the way home. You're like, fuck, damn it. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, yeah. Should have said Jeff Store. When when yeah. that happened to Owen, I mean, you know, everybody was like, when WWE never came out, they're like, oh, let's see that, and you know, it was not Son anymore. But you know, God rest Owen's soul. But what would he have brought to the they WWE? Cut, they cut. Time? They cut part of that on WWE Network. Yeah. If you go and watch that, that pay per view, they cut out time of that. Wasn't that over wow. the edge? Wouldn't that be ironic? I can't remember that um, paperback. I can't remember that pay per view. But there's also a conspiracy behind that whether WWE killed him. Okay, I haven't heard that one. It's out there. Look it up. We'll have that. It's another show. But five. But, but, but when you go in <laughs> like Backton, uh Justin or Andy or Justin brought up CM Punk. You know, you had your straight edge society that years was ago. Terrible. It, was it was terrible. Garbage. But they were a good faction. Not all factions. Actually, were. one of the not and, all factions. And factions. If you think about factions now, that's all AEW is running on is factions. Basically, every damn wrestler on their roster is in a faction. How about the corporation? You know, you had Vince McMahon with the Rock. I mean, it was a yeah, faction. yeah. Uh, the, but I think uh, what was Triple the Authority? I think was better. The Authority than the at the time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one that you know I always never forget is Nation of Domination. Did that make the Rock? All right, here's a big question. I'm going to ask this one out to Tony and and Justin and get their thoughts because personally hated the Nation of Domination, and here's why. And you think about today's world. The Nation of Domination would have got you canceled in a heartbeat. And I'll explain it to you, Justin, so you understand it. Nation of Domination was all black men. Yep. Okay. And they wore um, the African flag colors. Um, they uh, African? Think, like, yeah. Is there, like, what specific country? Or is there an African continent flag? There you can see it. Uh, watch stream. Oh, okay. Nation of Domination. Okay, so that's like an African. I see the rocks in there. That's the only one I recognize. Yeah. Okay. So they got the all the African. So like, stuff. and I, they even okay. talked about being. Um, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, Dustin, but did they not talk about being um, black and and being held back? And wasn't that kind of their shtick? Mm-hmm. It was. And so I hated right. it because I thought even then, like I wasn't, um, I, I was much younger, obviously, probably in my, you know, teen years to my early 20 years. But, I, you know, I didn't see color then. Now, why, was, why, I, why were they forcing color down my throat now? So suddenly I, now they're saying the man, the man. I'm the looking man, at the man. picture and I see Farouk, Debo, Brown, and and The Rock. I don't remember who the other guy was. I'm being Godfather. Honest. That's the Godfather right Oh, there. that's the Godfather, yeah. Yep. Well, there you go. Yeah. No, The Rock's certainly <laughs> signing his fucking name, you know, to in Hollywood. Contracts. And Hollywood is the biggest fucking cesspool there is, so. For, for color, race, sex, anything, so. 
So hearing yeah, that, Justin, this movement as, was as, yeah. as not a not a wrestling fan. What what is what is kind of your thought of that kind of product being put in front of you? You know, and, and my um, this was back in the when 90s. I was a kid, not really thought about it. I mean, well, honest, it's the same. But... Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it, it could be one of those things where it flies in the face of how you want break it to your kids in terms of like. But when, uh, you want to have those types of social injustices that people that other people have a feeling about. Like, is it really important to every single person, especially children? So well, knowing that pro wrestling goes out to children. When I was a kid in the nineties, though, I mean, the nation of domination, they were just they were dominating. I mean, they were. Yeah, were they a bunch of black guys with with fucking political? I don't look at color. Teams? I I've never right, looked okay. at a color. I've never looked at color. Right. Period. I, I right. honestly and I can see that too. in my life. Right. And you're kind but of... they were you know, shoving that down. Was, they were shoving that. Was, was there color in wrestling? No. No. But they were That's shoving that down your throat. They were shoving that down your throat. They, they, were. they were. But when I was a kid, I didn't know that. Were you? And they played right. heels. Were you supposed to dislike them because of their color? I'm, I, I'm, I wasn't quite oh, sure I, I, where... I wasn't quite sure where WWE was trying to go with this as them being heels. Well, that's, you know, maybe that's woke before woke was 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 woke. Woke before you know, woke. You're saying woke. woke. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I, always have an, I always have an issue with that, of trying to get me morally in terms of, like, how, how I feel as a person of, of non-color that, like, I'm supposed to feel, like, shame or something because of how everything's gone for everybody. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like wrestling and how it fits into entertainment, I, I don't feel like you know there should be a an ongoing like social commentary about it. I think it should just be entertainment for entertainment's sake. Well, this is so, in yeah. the '90s, so we got to remember that, right? Yeah, and there's yeah, there's there's always different like things going on with uh, with decades and stuff and different sensibilities and and powder kegs and whatnot. Um, you're never without one. You know, that's for sure, depending on whatever's going on. It's not going to go away anytime soon. But Tony, if you're raising I, I a child, I could definitely understand. Tony, I know you were watching wrestling then, so wh what did you think of the nation? I mean, I really didn't dislike the, I just. I don't know. I didn't like them at all. It's just the way, the way they, I guess they tried to just push everything on you, shove it down your throat, just like you said. It just wasn't really entertaining, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I was, was never entertained by them. It wasn't. Yeah. And when you when you, you talk about uh, you know a heel and a face and 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 how you build a story around that, you you basically want to see the heel get their asses kicked by the face. That's the kind of the purpose. But like I didn't even yeah. really want. I like I didn't even want to just see. I, I didn't even want to see him on TV. I just. No, because I just walk around acting like a bunch of thugs, and yeah, that's all it was. It wasn't really too much after that either. And you look at the people uh, that were in that picture, they're all superstars in their own right. They were. Very now, good. it made The Rock. It brought The Rock along from Rocky Maivia to, to The Rock. Yep. To The Rock. Um, so if anything good came out of it, it was that. You had Charles Wright, who was pictured. I don't remember what his name was in the nation domination, but he became the godfather. Yep. Um, 
Obviously, uh, Ron Simmons, uh, aka Farouk, went on to be, you know, APA and and all that. Um, and The Rock became The Rock. So, you well, had, well, well, what was his what was his punchline? Damn. Time that. Damn. <laughs> wait, wait, we need we need another one of that, Andy, because you were like, do it again, do it again. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> And he did an unadulterated version of that. Yeah, Honestly, no. Go back and watch some of his just weird clips going on with WWE, WWF, and he comes in and just looks at you and goes, "Damn!" Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, you I, might, I, and it could be anything, right? It could be somebody doing something pretty stupid, like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I can't think of anything, so I'm getting make up examples. Yeah, I can't remember like, anything back. But somebody would be doing something really, really stupid, and you just look at him and go, "Damn!" Or like uh, what? One of the one like of the, the divas, the hurricane back, in the- right? Yeah. You, the what? One of the divas would walk by him or something with her tits hanging out, and you'd be, "Damn!" Uh, I mean, <laughs> back on it. I mean, it was awesome back then. I mean, it's kind of like with the Stone Cold Steve Austin, the what? You know, yes. What? That's I getting mean, old. I'm getting over the what. It's getting though. old, but it was awesome when it happened back then. Yes. What? I. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I, I think what you're thinking. I think <laughs> I think because I think because the the um, uh, it tr- just transcends everything in terms of entertainment now. Like it's just about the person's persona and and how everybody wants to be cool. Is that I'm noticing. Yeah. Like somebody a lot smarter than me used to say, I'll never be cool because I can't break dance. You know? And that's just like the current movement now with like everything's like, you know, you look at a fucking Target commercial or you look at a, a something on YouTube, it's like you have to be doing something that's cool. And like without that, you're just, you, nobody cares about you. You look at and the me like me with my fucking there. shades on all the time, right? Yeah, you gotta have shades on your fucking iPod, on your fucking podcast. You know, or whatever. I just said iPod. I just, I just charged ask. my iPod. It must be my like brain. I just yeah. gotta ask: Are those uh, gas station bought sunglasses? Or are they actually? Sunglasses? Oh hell no! For, so for everybody watching on YouTube, these are Oakleys, baby. Fucking Oakleys! No, they're fucking Oakleys. They're, they're fucking gotta Oakleys. be Oakleys. Okay, so are they Oakleys or are they Folkleys? Did you get them in Mexico? Oh no! I, they, these came from Bath Pro Shop. <laughs> my Bath fucking shades are from Five Below. $200 shades on my eyes right yeah, now, baby. Mine are in my car, but yeah. No you guys got to be watching on YouTube right now so you can see fucking Andy's $200 shades. <laughs> fucking right. Who doesn't want to see them? Two-year like, warranty on them, though. They're already I'm broke. Fucking You're just bad ass just listening to this. Too. Make sure I mean, you watch this on YouTube. I mean, who doesn't want fucking shades? So, oh, shit. You got Warby Parkers over there, Tony. <laughs> I, got Nike, I got Nike glasses. But I got, yeah, Nike, Oak- I, got- I got new Oakley glasses coming soon. Fuck yeah. You got to wear them on the next one then. Yeah. They just came in today. We got to go get them. <laughs> I, got, I got this. This is called a kibasa. In case you guys ever see one of these. A kibasa? It's kib- a kibasa. Not kielbasa, you know. But you're going to remember <laughs> kielbasa and how good it tastes. And, and think kibasa. That's a kibasa. Like, oh, everybody got this out! Actually made by Latin percussion. So there's the LP right there. So one last thing before we get done here. 
Uh, Andy, you were actually talking to me about Rage Against the Machine spaces. Climbing the scaffold. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. we're going to get back into the fucking Chris Rock, Will Smith shit. So, so here, yeah, I, I was doing a little bit of thinking, a little bit of digging. And, and this, this actually happened on um, the same car ride with my wife that um, we listened to uh, uh, Beastie Boys ma- rapping about macaroni. Um, but uh, I got to thinking, I'm like... Well, well, we were listening to Tom Morello on uh, on Sirius. That's what it was. And I'm like, hey, what are the motherfuckers like scaffold a, a climb the scaffolding at a, a music show or some shit like that? And she's like, yeah. And then we looked it up, and I forget who the fuck it was, drummer or bassist. I don't know. Justin probably knows the answer to this, but I do. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I'll fill it everything. Fucker. So he gets. <laughs> He gets fucking arrested for like disturbing the fucking peace for climbing yeah. a scaffolding to protest an award going to somewhere else. Whereas fucking Will Smith can go slap the shit out of somebody on an award show and nothing happens. Yeah. So, so it was Tim Comerford. To me. T- Tim Comerford. Uh, wh- explain the shit. Okay. Uh, basically, the long and short of it is that MTV has better. Uh, security than ABC or whoever runs the Oscars. The, uh, the Oscars or, yeah, whatever. NBC. Because <clears throat> uh, Tim Comerford is a bass player of Rage Against Machine slash uh, Audio Slave. I'm pretty sure he was one of the three from Rage Against Machine that played for Audio Slave when they took Chris Cornell from Soundgarden. <clears throat> Same guy. Bass player. Great bass player. Understated. All that stuff. So he got up on the rafters because Limp Biscuit was winning an award. And if you're in Rage Against the Machine, or if you even like Rage Against the Machine a lot, you'll understand that you also don't like Limp Bizkit because you think they fucking suck. <laughs> so people in so people in Rage Against the Machine that don't like popular music don't like Limp Bizkit. So in turn, if you care about award ceremonies, you don't think Limp Bizkit should win an award. So in protest, Tim Comerford decided to climb the monstrosity that was behind the camera and protest, in protest of uh, Limp Bizkit winning an award for a music video. That's about it. That's the long and that, short of it. And that's what that And he got arrested for it. Yeah, that's what that was. That's what we know about that. So me as a Limp Bizkit fan, that makes sense why I'm not a Rage fan. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, yeah. And, and I mean, I'm both. To be honest, I'm both. I mean... I think Limp Bizkit had two really good albums, uh, you know, one of which was being awarded in that particular story. Um, which one was I like being both. awarded in that? You know? Was that Chocolate Starfish? Uh, no. Or was that um, first it was what something was that, and, and and I'll admit, what's his name? Um, uh, Fred Durst has has gone on to become a director. He re- most recently did that fan movie with um, John Travolta. Yep. But before that, he did something called the Something Something of Charlie Something, which I thought was pretty good. And I thought all this shit was good about the movie before I saw at the end that it said directed by Fred Durst. So Fred Durst directed his own music video, and that's the one that won. And apparently there was a um, Rage Against the Machine video that didn't win. Or I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. I think Michael Moore directed, you know, that liberal... Uh, Documentarian, he directed Rage Against Machine video. When it comes back to Limp Biscuit, you know, you always think about Nookie. You know, that was 
the big song, but then they they came out with the album. Uh, I think it was Chocolate Starfish and yeah, yeah, um, I remember that. The second album, I think it was. I don't know if that was the second one, but that's the one I remember for the second one. But uh, yeah. they came out with Roland, and which was um didn't the Undertaker come out to that, or was that American Badass? That was American Badass, but American Badass. Badass. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, I'm just looking at the internet loosely here, Break Stuff, Break Your Fucking Face Tonight was the song that, that won. And that then was, Sleep Now in the, the Fire album. was the Rage song. Break Stuff so. was on the album with Nookie, I was pretty sure. Yeah, and so was this song, Break Stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So that was Nookie, Break Stuff, and something else. I can't remember what else was yeah, the one. I but, I used, I, it. but it was $2 bill, and then a Significant Other. Significant yeah. Other was the second album that Break Stuff was on. I think Break Stuff beat Sleep Now in the Fire, which was directed by Michael Moore, the documentarian. And Tim Comerford, the bass player from Raising Against Machine, was protesting that by climbing the thing as they were giving the award out, as they were accepting it. So, and that was at what award not, show you were talking about? It was at the VMAs. The VMAs. Uh, and and TV shows. Video Music Awards. Yeah. Yeah, in 2000. That was in so, 2000. Okay. Yeah, he climbed the set. Um, it said it says it, it represented a kind of turning point in popular rock music, fully representative of the shift in trends and ideals for the genre. Politics and sincerity were at the forefront of the genre. Hip hop would mesh with rock music to become a form of protest, allowing for acts like Red Hot Chili Peppers, Faith No More, Living Color, to set the stage for Rage Against Machine to conquer. Okay. So basically, that was like the whole thing. Yeah, I heard Living Color. Rage Against right. Machine. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, Rage Against Machine was kind of like, you you know, if if you're in Rage Against Machine like Tim Comerford was, you're kind of like a purist. You're like, I think what I'm fucking doing is music, and I think what Limp Bizkit do, is doing is just to make fucking stupid videos on MTV. And then MTV ends up giving them the award. Here's yeah. a question about that, that came up that my wife and I were talking about because Tom Morello said something. He did a 420 show on... Um, uh, on Sirius, and um, he said he only smoked pot once, and he doesn't do drugs. Okay. Are you telling me the, the Rage guys were not drug people? Uh, I don't know why he would lie. I think, I think there's a lot of people that you would, excuse me, think were potheads that just did it once. Um, I've been doing a lot more now that since. 421 has become recreationally legal in New Jersey. So I feel less like apprehensive to point out that like I do it <laughs> to enjoy it, but I, I just don't know why you would do it once. Um, yeah, exactly. I just don't know why you would do it once. It's not like it's meth. It's not like it's anything that's going to ruin your life. You can go get high and have a good time. I would recommend That's why you it got fucking droopy anybody. eyes. Every, everybody yeah. tune in. Make sure I would recommend it for anybody over 21. It's so <laughs> different than this. No. And now it's, it's if you're in New Jersey like me, it's like you can go to all the recreation. You can go to all the um, med medical places that that offer it and buy recreationally. It just happened on 421, so, you know. Well, you brought a day up late. Living, you brought up Living Color a little, little bit ago, and that is CM uh -huh, Punk's yeah. music. So wait a minute, oh, wait it? a minute. I gotta change the subject. You said it just became recreationally available. My daughter, when I was in Jersey, sent me to the fucking gas station in Jersey when I was out there last. 
And she said, you can go buy fucking joints and shit there. What the fuck did I buy? Uh, you could, yeah, up until, uh, until recently, now it's kind of more like one of those things where it's, like, open, since 421, it's, like, open, like, yeah, we're all smoking pot, we're all doing it legally, but prior to that, you could have gone to, like, a farmer's market or something where you're buying, like, a sticker, you know, a band sticker, like, a Sublime sticker, you pay $20 for the sticker, and then you say, here, I bought the Sublime sticker, and then it's like, here you go, here's, uh, some gummies or whatever, or here's, you no, know, they just straight, they just straight up sold me fucking what looked like joints to me. Well, that's mostly because it has been medicinal for a while, and they also kind of, like, lessen shit based on that, so... I think overall it's been happening over, like, the past year in Jersey here, which I think fucking Jersey needs. I'm, af I'm afraid because, to know uh, what the fuck I bought. Well, <laughs> you might have bought illegal. Which is still cheaper. It's still know? cheaper. But, I, I will mean, say with that, that because of the I embargo mean, they're putting on it, yeah. You look at that, though... I mean, these states that are doing it, they're making the state tax before a national does it. Yeah. Because depending mean, on way. the next person that wants to actually sign that fucking bill, it's, you know, they're going to want to make that money first, you know, before it comes out of their back pocket. So, you know, everybody's doing it anyway, and it's, you know, but might as well make some money off it. I do go live here in about... 15 20 minutes. Oh. Start wrapping this up. Well, you guys keep going. Well, one of my favorite movies, I don't know if you guys know this, but one of my favorite movies is Forrest Gump. And I just Why? wanted to talk oh, a, little about, shit. a little bit about that. <laughs> oh, because Tommy's not here? <laughs> he loved that movie. Holy fucking shit. I brought that movie up just to end the last episode, and oh, all of a sudden, Tommy's like, that is my favorite movie of all time. Let's start talking about it. <laughs> well, I wasn't a part of the first episode, but that's how you guys ended the first episode. You guys started talking about Right, right. So maybe we should so talk knew, a little yeah. bit about Forrest Gump, just so I can give yeah. Tommy a little... He, In he another episode, we can talk about Forrest Gump. I will oh. say that Benjamin Button, Benjamin Button, if you watch that movie... How he kind of goes along in his lifestyle with like what happens in real life, just like Forrest Gump did. There's a reason why. It's because it's the same fucking author. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> so that guy, whoever wrote Forrest Gump, wrote Benjamin Button. So if there's similarities between Benjamin Button and Forrest Gump, it's the same guy. Now we're talking he about Benjamin H Button and, <laughs> and Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump. So now we've he, officially, exactly, officially. <laughs> <laughs> Reach our limits <laughs> today's show. Take it to the <laughs> limit. <laughs> yeah. Man, we covered a lot of shit today, especially, you know, Jim Cornette running from us and blocking us. So, everybody out there, remember tweet at the real Jim Yo, Cornette. I believe that happened. Everybody needs to do that. Get on and, and look at his podcast. You don't have to listen to his garbage if you don't want to. But there's an email address on there. Email his fucking ass and be like, why are you a chicken shit? Um, I, I'd we like to see... Uh, yeah, I'd like to see a bunch of people fucking doing that. That'd be uh, pretty awesome. I was checking Twitter as we were kind of going along here. And just about every wrestling Twitter page right now is like retweeting and liking our fucking <laughs> last post about him. Him blocking us. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. I got my dog barking in the damn background, which is wonderful. Uh, 
But we did have some, some football. Uh, I, I got money guns over there. Yeah, I can't close out this show with the damn dog I being like this. Uh, oh, the draft's going to uh, be awesome. Yeah, we did that. We got a lot of wrestling talk. We kind of educated Justin a little bit on some wrestling. Hell yeah. That's what he kind of kinda educated us on some, too, at the underground shows around his area. And then uh, yeah. told him to go watch we, one. That's absolutely. Uh, found out his favorite um, football position is the tight end. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. He also on Friday night. For reasons other than being, you know, a football player. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and, and Tony Listen, is usually... Listen, if you want to enjoy legal weed in New Jersey, you can come see me in person in Gloucester City, which is the city we were talking about with the wrestling earlier at a place called Jalapeno. Just look it up. And, I'll, uh, come, on, I'll we'll, come and check that out for sure. Yeah. Not just to yeah. see me play live music, but also to enjoy legal weed. In We're all going to have to hit up the open mic night at this Jalapenos so we can yeah, uh, we'll, enter. We'll, we'll hit the open enter- mic, and I might have to grab a guitar with Justin. We can, we can entertain oh, yeah. the millions. And millions. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tony, what's uh, going on with you over there? Yeah, Tony, last, last word. Tony's buddy. got the eyebrows going everywhere. People's <laughs> eyebrow, yeah. <laughs> what you got? What you got for last words there, Tony? Uh, I hope you guys are seeing this on YouTube. With me. I'm enjoying listening to the other three idiots here, um, but I do want to give a shout out. I can't remember the damn name. I'm sorry, but we did get a message from one of our fans. You know, actually listen, watch this. So I want to say, hey, thanks for the message. And if you guys ever want to get send us a message, please do reach out. You know, we love to hear from you guys. If you want to send out some topics you want us to talk about anything like that you know feel free to reach out and we'll see what if we can do for you guys we appreciate you all listening go ahead if it's if it's who i'm thinking you're no, talking no, about him no, it's no, got to no, be no, brad no. hunt brad hunt gave us a nice little shout out and gave us all a message and he's a great guy uh brad we want you on a show at some point in this um Wish I could have had you on with this when we we're talking about wrestling factions, but we'll get you on with some wrestling. I'm pretty sure that's who you're talking about. That's who uh, sent the message to us. Um, but uh, Andy, is it next week we have a special guest? We do, and I'll, I'll, I'll touch on what we got there because uh, it's really special—a special episode next week. Um, but I'll let I'll let Justin kind of give his final thoughts here and. Uh, what you got? What you got there, Justin? Uh, I got nothing except you said Brad Hunt, right? Not Mike Hunt. Brad Hunt, <laughs> my, not Mike Hunt, not Mike Hunt. Brad Hunt, not Mike Hunt. Yeah, okay, yeah, got it's Brad Hunt. Now uh, we'll be talking about the Batman next time. I hope because all of us that want to see it will have seen it, and uh, and that's that's about it for me. Uh, I hope my ankle gets better, and uh, you're good. I send it out to you guys. Uh- Two weeks Hope your now. ankle gets better. Yeah. What's two weeks from now, there, Tony? Yeah. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Batman in two weeks because, like Andy, getting ready to talk about, it, we got a special guest. <laughs> this week, so. Yeah. So oh. next week, uh, make sure you tune in next week. We got an awesome special guest. Um, 
we have a uh, military veteran going to be joining us uh, next week to talk about a procedure that he received for PTSD that has almost cured him of his PTSD. This is not wow. something that the VA offers to any of our military veterans. Uh, you got to come out of pocket to get this uh, procedure. Uh, BACC Charities actually funded the procedure for him, um, and we're going to have him coming on and uh, talking about what life was like uh, before this procedure and, and life what, what life is like now. So uh, definitely make sure you tune in and um, catch that episode. Of course, we'll have some hijinks and some, some laughs and some shit talk on, on somebody, I'm sure. Um, because uh, our guest is very good at, at that kind of thing, too. So, um, But it's going to be a very special episode. I want to make sure everybody gets the heads up now to make sure you get in and uh, check that one out. So on that note, anybody else got anything else? Uh, just enjoy the draft, everybody. And thanks for tuning in. And it's up. It's up. All right, everybody. Tits up. <laughs> <laughs>